All right. Well, I think it's uh, I think it's time to start. Uh, everybody, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for joining us once again. I am Jason, your game master. Uh, today, I am joined by uh, by Josh and Mike, and I'm going to let y'all introduce yourselves. Uh, Josh, go ahead. Hello. Hello, I'm Josh, and I'm going to be playing Zagrin Beltoon. And I'm Mike. I'm going to be playing Saleus, the uh, drow monk. Nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's go to our intro video, and then we'll come back and kind of set the scene. Sound good? Woohoo! All right. See y'all in a second, folks. Ah, old friend, you're here again. So glad you could stop by. Come, sit a while, and let's begin. The tale of heroes die. In distant lands are stories made with villains most despised. A tale of magic, strength, and blade. Of camaraderie and lies. It's one I know quite well, you see. Perhaps you'll find out why. The legends and the histories remember. Heroes die. Okay, and we are back. Uh, thanks for your uh, <laughs> thanks for your patience. Uh, thanks for your patience. Um, let's talk about what happened last time. So, Zagrin and Saleus, can you give me a little little recap of what uh, what we went through? Yeah, Zagrin and Saleus were uh, in a caravan with a bunch of ambassadors and diplomats heading from the Kryn dynasty towards the land of the Dwendalian Empire. Uh, their caravan was attacked by the Children of Malice, presumably. Um, and uh, although the primary ambassador was killed, the rest of the caravan, most of the rest of the caravan made it uh, to the Ashgard garrison, which is right on the border, recently taken by the uh, dynasty. Ashgard Garrison, which is now on the border of the dynasty and the empire. Um, through the connections that Saleus had with the Lens, the spy network, uh, the two of them left the rest of the caravan and traveled through a cavernous system filled with all sorts of creepy things, um, but managed to come out the other side where they met with uh, the next, the guard that would lead them. Uh, or to help them get to the next leg of their journey where they're headed towards the tillage uh, through the amber and eventually to the amber crossroads. Um, and I think that's where we left off. Yeah, we are currently at a camp uh, chilling with uh, Bernie Langhorn, who is a halfling uh, and was given the uh, code word by the lens agent. So that's how we knew who he was. And uh, so I assume we just spent a night there, or we're still there. Yeah. So let's let's catch up. So it is. It's relatively early in the day when you when you meet Bernie. I think y'all like basically everyone you've interacted with interacted with this campaign. You got him to make you some tea, and mm -hmm. you're hanging out a little bit at the campsite, waiting for waiting for nightfall, right? Uh, Bernie. To, to remind everybody of where we are. So we've gone from the border 
through the Underdark to the Felderwind Tillage, which is like a very rural area in uh, in the, not quite the center, but in like the main part of the Empire. And as you, as you, um, as you're hanging out at this, at this campsite, Bernie's been telling you a little bit about, about the area and what you're going to see. So Bernie explains that, or explained a little bit that there are, Folks are kind of on watch because there have been some there have been some saboteurs, uh, likely from the dynasty, who have been causing causing trouble here in the tillage. Things like burning crops, sabotaging granaries, you know, damaging damaging important infrastructure. Um, and you have to be you have to be careful when you're traveling because folks are on the lookout for for drow in particular. Mm-hmm. Now you have. You have clothes that fit well in the empire, so you don't stand out. You don't stand out quite so much, and y'all were y'all were given that before you left. So your gear is less distinctly crin, right? You also both have these cool porcelain face masks that you seem to like an awful lot, and I think have been wearing. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, you've got <laughs> you've got your extremely cool like painted porcelain face masks, and oh, you didn't mention painted. Yeah, yeah, little cool little designs on them. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I thought they were just a uh, ghostly white. Uh, yours can be if you'd prefer that. Uh, okay. I was thinking they were painted, but I think it's totally appropriate for yours to be totally white. Okay. Yeah, you 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 let you let me know. Think about it and and update us before the episode is over um so it's gonna are... it's gonna be all white with like little blue flowers on it like the corning wear stuff yes yeah yeah, yeah okay. that's i don't i don't know how that wasn't obvious the whole time like of course uh, yeah, that's what it looks go. like obviously um, and um and so you are you are hanging out so bernie's been kind of giving you the lay of land so he goes to you, Zagrin and Slayus. You've had your tea. You're sitting down. He goes, so uh, <laughs> uh, I was thinking, you know, we'll we'll travel right around dusk, and uh, I can take you. I can take you to the bridge, get you out of the tillage, and well, well on your way to the crossroads. Sound good? Yes. Now, when we get to the crossroads, where where should we head from there? How do we know uh, how to make our next leg? Ah, yes, yes, yes. I uh, should have should have mentioned that. Sorry. And he pulls out uh, he pulls out a small packet of letters and he hands them over to you. He goes, "There's uh, there's some more details in here, <laughs> uh, but uh, but you're looking for you're looking for a fellow by the name of Brave Light. Brave Light. He runs a he runs a caravan. It's heading from the crossroads up to uh, out to Ice Haven. <laughs> um, Brave Light. Brave Light. Yes. All right. Older fellow." Uh, but we've uh, we've arranged we've arranged for him to take you, and uh, he should you uh, should you should know all the details. Just show up, and uh, you know just tell him tell him you're the uh, you're your guests of Merrick. Guests of Merrick, and uh, and he'll arrange he'll arrange for your travel. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Bernie. I do appreciate all of your labor in making this possible. Any advice you might have for travel between here and the crossroads? Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, more than a bit. Um, thing you want to watch out for is once I get you out of the tillage, you wanna 
you want to stay off the roads if you can. The roads are patrolled. <laughs> and the guards, <laughs> uh, you know, you don't want to you don't want to be careful running into them. Um, they've been they've been less lately, uh, you know, with the <laughs> with the with the war going on. <laughs> uh, of course. But, uh, but um, but I'd say I'd say stick, maybe avoid the roads if I were you. Cut cut cross country when you can. And he pulls out a map, and he begins he begins showing you showing you a general route that you ought to take, as well as describing a couple a couple landmarks that you can use to to navigate. So he's going to take you. He's going to take you to cross the um, cross the um, the river here, whose name that I I don't remember right off the top of my head. He's going to take you to cross the. There's a big river in between where you're at right now and where you're going, and he's um, he's going to uh, he's going to get you there. You have two choices, so we can go we can go by the bridge. <laughs> But it's, uh, you know, sometimes it's it's a little tightly guarded. Um, it's the Icefus River, Icefus, um, and you are uh, you've got that, or you've got a ford you can take. Because he goes, otherwise, otherwise, uh, we can uh, we can uh, we can take the ford, and with the horses, it shouldn't be shouldn't be too much of a problem. Although it's a little it's a little cold, and I'll I'll be leaving you there. So you want to keep, you want to keep the swamp to your right as you travel, okay? Keep the swamp to your right. Um, you're gonna there's some hills. You should be able to see them the whole time you're moving until you get to until uh, you get to the main road. And uh, I want you to keep keep the hills to your left, the swamp to your right, okay? Okay, you understand? Understood. Yes, thank you, thank you, Bernie. And then, then once you hit the main road, follow it. Follow it heading north. Um, follow it heading north. You're gonna, you're gonna kind of go between two big, two big hills, and then you gotta cross, uh, you gotta cross another river. Nothing to do for the river. You just gotta, you're just gonna have to make it across the, uh, across the bridge. It's not, it's not fordable anywhere near where you're going. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. But uh, yeah, that's that's most of it, and. Um, And yeah, I don't know. Not uh, not a ton else. Just be careful. The roads have been the roads have been uh, <laughs> a little a little perilous lately. Tell me, Bernie. Might I ask you a question? Oh yes, of course, of course my lord. What what is it? Oh, I am no lord. Oh oh, sorry about that. What was it that brought you to the light? Were you coaxed, or was it? Of your own free will. Oh no, I, uh, I, uh, I, I came here, or I came to this, to the truth of my own own free will. I, uh, you know, I've met a, I met a teacher, a wanderer, and they taught, they taught me about the light, and, you know, when I heard it and understood, it just seemed so, so true. The. Uh, you know the um, the the other gods. They all seem so so petty and small. And the light is about discovery and knowledge. And it it spoke to me. It spoke to me right in right in here. And <laughs> I was hoping I was hoping that 
just because, you know, with all that's happened here, maybe we could, uh, maybe we could make things, make things better. See this land. Can oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I was going to uh, ask if I could make an insight check to see if he's uh, somewhat, if he's genuine or if he's like, if there's yeah, a bit so of make, fibbing. Roll, roll an insight check. Great, great call. Okay. 11. Yeah, he seems, he seems very earnest. Seems very earnest. Like he, he doesn't seem like, he actually seems like he wouldn't, he isn't maybe like the greatest of spies. Um, seems like very, get that. very yeah. straightforward. Um, As you can see, Silas, it is when someone is brought by their own understanding of the light that we retain them. When we bring them the light via the sword, I... I just don't know what we're going to do. Yes, I, I understand. We need more individuals like you, Bernie. Well, I, I'll tell you, <laughs> the people here—they're—they're—they're uh, they're, they're ready. You know, once uh, <laughs> once once you throw off the the yoke of the empire, I expect I expect the people the people of Felderwind will be will be eager to receive you and receive the light. <laughs> this tea is wonderful, by the way. Oh, excellent, excellent. Uh, it's grown, grown right here, yeah, right here in the tillage. Mm -hmm. So it's near near dusk, shall we? Do you have a Do you have a sense? Do you want to go through the guard, the 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 bridge, or try the ford? I believe the ford would be safer under the circumstances, and we'll be keen to stick off the roads uh, along the way. Great, great. <laughs> yeah, that's that should be smart. Um, so, you know, he's he's been breaking down camp as you as you go. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, now the horses are packed up and <laughs> y'all are, are. Yeah, it's evening. So there's some wolves out there howling, obviously. Um, and uh, you're ready to ready to begin traveling all right excellent okay traveling at night bernie does have like a proper lantern uh so he does have a proper lantern that he's traveling with and you know you're already off road you're gonna have to you're gonna have to cross the main road and then you're gonna go a little bit south of a little bit south of the bridge to find a ford right um so let's begin as we're as we're traveling in the evening, right? Or do y'all want to travel in the evening or during the day? It was the evening, right? Evening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, can I make a um, a quick little caveat? Can I? Uh, Soleus would have laid out the stones while there was still daylight. Sure. And uh, yeah, just like laid them out so that they get charged by the sun <laughs> that I can't even look at. Right. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Somebody, I was just thinking this. Somebody ought to make like drow sunglasses. Like that feels <laughs> like. Yeah. A... Anyway, you can get uh, additions onto the masks where they have like tinted lenses. Yeah, so that's you know once you if you meet some sort of artificer, maybe they can hook you up. Mm -hmm. um, what are the chances <laughs> of that? What What are the odds? Uh, okay, so we we go we go cross country, right? So it's a little bit it's a little bit rough but with uh with bernie as a guide 
you're able to you're able to get there or get to where you're going. But as we're as we're traveling, I'm gonna want to know order, and I'm gonna need y'all to we're gonna need y'all to kind of put up a little a little watch, okay? Absolutely. Yep. All right. So what's our order? I'll go first. Okay. Yes, and uh, I'll go last. Keeping okay, great. Bernie somewhat in the middle. Okay, great. So you begin you begin riding. You know, you can see it's a lot of plains, a lot of farmland, um, a lot of farmland. He gets you out away from the farmland pretty quickly. Where you started in a little copse of trees, you you move out of there. There's a lot of farmland around. You know, uh, you've got you've got a main road to cross. Um, you know, Bernie Bernie's looking. Uh, can I get a Can I get a perception check from one of you? Yes. Nat 20. Yeah, That's nice. Plus 6, so 26. Yeah, you look and you're you're confident there's no no patrols out on the road. And again, it's starting to get it's starting to just get uh, just get dark as you hit the road. Uh, so you don't see any any lanterns beyond uh, beyond Bernie's. Okay. Okay. Great. You keep moving. There's, as you're going, you can see you can see a bunch of woods off to your left. Uh, you can see a bunch of woods off to your left, and looking out just because you were so perceptive. As you look into the woods, like well off any kind of the main paths, you see what looks like what looks like a fairly just the faint the faint shape of a of a tower popping out of the woods. Of a, of a tower popping out of the woods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up? What is that structure over there? He looks. He goes peering out. He goes, oh, uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, but if I if it's me, I uh, I'd stay away from anything anything I don't know about anything that's not <laughs> anything that's not you know part of the part of the village is either is either something something suspicious or belongs to one of those. One of those damn, damn wizards, and he spits. I'll, yes. I'll get the spittoon for next episode. Yeah, we want to hear the doing. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Uh, very, very good, Bernie. Thank you again for keeping us on track. Of course, yeah, uh, of course, and um, and yeah, as you're as you're going. Um, as you're going, the, the weather begins to change. Like you can feel the, you can feel the wind picking up, uh, you can feel the wind picking up and we're headed north. Well, so you're headed west right now. Uh, you're headed west and, and actually a little bit, a little bit south. Um, but it sounds like there's a, a storm rolling in. In fact, in the distance, you can hear, see and hear some lightning and thunder. This is going to be a wet ride. I suppose you didn't pack a parasol, did you, Bernie? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, wait. He's got, uh, I got some oilskin cloaks if you need it. If you wouldn't mind getting a little moist. Yeah. This, so this one's uh, used to someone following him around. <laughs> yes. ah, of course, my lord. Um, 
on your uh, on your horse. You should have uh, you should have a solid cloak there in the pack. Second, I'll reach up and grab it, put it around his his garb. Yeah, I'll put it on top of my robes. Yeah, so the winds the winds picking up, and you know with with the wind and and the rain, you don't hear anything. But after a few hours of travel, let me just see something real quick. After a few hours of travel, uh, you can see now it's actually started to rain, right? And it is it is a nice cold spring shower coming in this evening, and it's it's heavy, right? Uh, before too long, you do see you do see the river up ahead. Uh, you do see the river up ahead, and you can um, you can see it the land sloping down towards what looks like a ford. The gods, the gods cloak our path. This is fortuitous. Yes, let's proceed. When you said that the ford would be cold, I assumed you meant the water beneath us, not the water above us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we gotta watch out. Sometimes, uh, sometimes this, this time of year, there's still a little ice that flows down through. So we gotta be careful. Yes. Make your way across quickly. I'll, uh, I'll get you across and then I'll, uh, I'll have to leave you. Thank you, Bernie, for all you've done, and may you always head towards the light. Yes, and, and you as well. Um, so you get down, uh, you get down to the ford, and it's raining and it's cold. Uh, so getting across, I'm going to need an animal handling check from each of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So the, as you get into the water, right, like it comes up, it comes up to like your mid thighs, right? Like it's high. Like the horses, the horses barely getting through this. Right, like it is not, it is not an easy ford. Well, it's a good 22. thing I got a nat tw- or a dirty twenty then. Nice. Woo! Twenty and a twenty-two. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. you can even as you're as you're going like a big chunk of ice like comes sliding past, but between between you riding well and the horses seemingly being well trained, you're able to you're able to avoid it. They keep their footing, and you make it you make it safely across. Bernie from the other side like waves his lantern. It's it's like forty feet across, right? So it's pretty it's pretty darn wide here. Like this is a this is a heavy duty river, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you emerge at the other side. Bernie waves the lantern across, and then you see the light and him begin receding as he rides yeah. away. As as I see the lantern, I grab the glowstone and just squeeze it a couple quick times, so it's just a quick pulse of light back towards him to let him know we nice. got across safely. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is now it is now closer to midnight and you are you are now deep into enemy territory. Or is it enemy territory? You're deep into imperial territory. Imperial enemy territory. maybe depends on your perspective. Yeah, we're not uh, enemies yet. Yeah. I mean not us personally. Yeah, right. exactly. We still think we could be friends. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, so your first your first section, right after this, um, after this ford, you were to you were to basically make your way as due west as you can, and keep these hills off to your off to your left. The problem, the obvious problem being, at night you cannot see any hills, right? So you don't have mm-hmm. a you don't have a ton of sense of of which way you're going. That being said, you can keep that general direction of travel that you were going in from before, and because it's because it's largely plains, uh, you're not going to have, you're not gonna have too much trouble keeping direction. 
Although I would like one of you to roll me a survival check for navigating here successfully. How's your survival, Soleus? Decent. I have a plus four, whatever that means. Well, perhaps uh, that's fortuitous, and you should guide us. Fortuitous? Come on. A. Thirteen. Nice. All right. You find yourself. Uh, you find yourself moving along, moving along pretty well, right? Um, can I get a perception check from each of you? Nineteen. Seventeen. Great. Okay. So you know you can. You can hear some things out in the night, even with the even with the rain. You can occasionally hear things, hear things, but you're able to you're able to kind of pick a path, avoid any obvious uh, any obvious like creatures of the night out there in the dark, and you make it to where dawn is dawn is starting to break. Would you like to find a campsite? Yes, I think that's quite some travel for one night, especially considering the conditions. Maybe we should worry about drying up and drying off and travel again in the evening. Yes. All right. Get a nice cup of tea in us and. With that, with dawn beginning to break, you can see that you're actually really close to this, to this section of hill that Bernie was talking about. Um, So let's roll. Let's roll me a survival check to set up a good campsite. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, great. Yeah, so you're able to you're able to find a you're able to find a a campsite and you get a good spot like right by that hill you find a, a decent little a decent little cave. Mm-hmm. And the cave um, the cave is a good spot to set up. You could even even looks like you'd make a, a decent little fire in here if you want. This should and dry be some fine. Of your stuff up. Yes. Yeah, uh, head into the cave. I'll cast uh, dancing lights um, and kind of like send the light into the cave so it's lit up just to make sure there's nothing hiding in some of the corners or something in that. How deep is this cave? Yeah, it's not it's not too deep. So it looks like okay. it goes in about about 25 feet. Perfect. And it's fairly small. Like, so it's not like a it's not going to be super comfortable. But if you're laying down and if you watch your head, you're gonna have a good time hanging out in here. Awesome. Yeah. So, Zachary will kind of crouch down and make his way in and start setting up his bedroll. And yeah, let's light a fire because it's cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rain is the rain is continuing, right? Uh, the rain is the rain is continuing. So, you've got that you've got that going even after you after you set up. Yeah. Uh, once we set up, I, Bernie is no longer with us, or is he still there? No, Bernie. Bernie left you at the fort. Okay, okay. So, uh, Soleus, uh, after feeling like we got some sort of peace and quiet, or at least peace, uh, he's going to whip out his flute 
and uh, play a little soft, quiet song to, like, you know, lighten the mood. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Zagrin listens and closes his eyes as he lays on his bedroll and says, You know, Soleus, when I really try to enter a trance, I can almost believe that I'm back home in my comfortable bed. Some performers, uh, you know, slowly playing me a lullaby. I do appreciate your talent in lending it to me at this time. Anything I can do to calm your nerves, Lord Tigrin. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, and so I just kind of sits at the mouth of the cave with uh, Zagrin behind him. Yeah, great. Looking at um, And the mask was kind of pulled up, so his mouth's exposed. Yeah, it's extra absolutely. weird. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. The um, you know that that storm eventually the storm eventually fades away. And you're left, you know, with your fire, drying out some of the clothes, uh, drying out some of the clothes. You get a good look at at the bright light of day. Luckily, with the cave, you're you're shaded most of it, uh, like you're shaded through through most of it. So it's not quite as as brutal as it is out there on the open on the open plains. You know, it's it's neat, right? Like the the center of your of your faith. Right. Or like a core part of your faith involves this, you know, relationship with the light. But obviously it's complicated for you because like the sun burns, like it hurts to be in the sun. Right. Like it's it's deeply uncomfortable. So it's Mm -hmm. it's a weird mix. But you can looking out there playing your flute, you know, Zagrin sleeping in the back. You kind of get as you as you meditate and go through your your trance you can feel some of that some of that beauty of the environment right mm-hmm. and yeah so this is feeling good he feels like he's being watched and that he's on he's on the right path for like helping zagrin on his path great these are all signs he's seeing signs everywhere so it's like oh look she sh- she shaded our path while we got here she brings out the sun now to dry us it's like what can be better what can be better than this? Yeah. Uh, can I get a? Um, I take it we're gonna do we're gonna do one watch per. Mm-hmm. All right. So can I get each of you? So who's first? Sounds like Slayus, you're first on watch, yeah. and Zagrin, you'll go second. <clears throat> yeah, and I only need like four hours, right? Right. So very quick. Uh, so this is perception, please. Hmm. <laughs> Um, okay. Nine? Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, as you're, as you're looking out there, you see, you know, you could be seeing movement, you could be not, right? Uh, again, mm-hmm. remember, you're, it's likely even worse, right? They used to be rolling with disadvantage during the day. Um, oh, but, I can do uh, that. It's okay. It's fine. We'll take the nine. Um, but you're, you know, it's just hard to see. It's hard to see with the with the bright sun but you you don't see anything come uh, you don't see anything obvious zagrin i take it you're gonna take the the second watch here yep uh i guess like the last half of the second watch so like a quarter watch yeah yep 
All right, and six. Okay. Yeah, you're not. Nothing. Perfect. Nothing stands out out there. Nothing stands out out there, but nothing also comes into your cave to try and murder you either. So Snagrin spends yeah. a lot of time trying to care for the gear and occasionally glances out the mouth of the cave, but isn't really paying attention to right. what's out there. You know, and it's it's been a long time since you've been properly in the field, right? Like, you know, many lives ago, right? You struggled and dealt with this hardship and, and you know, really were really were someone that had to do this sort of like, but it's been a long time since you've had to, you've had to go through this kind of living, right? And it's, you know, you're waking up, you're tired, you're sore, you're really getting tired. You're really sick of bed rolls at this point. Like it is, is not pleasant. But not murdered. Not murdered, right? So that's, that is, that is not nothing. Uh, okay, guys. So we've, We've rested, and what are we up to today? Oh, right, you've got, that was the, the one last bit. I, I'm sorry, I should have put this earlier. Bernie was telling you, you've got, um, you've got 17 days to get to the crossroads from where you're at. Mm -hmm. So you have, you have some time, right? Uh, you have some time, so he suggested that, you know, don't, don't rush it, be careful, and really just, really just get there get there safe. That was Bernie's advice to you. That being said, going early may have its own advantages, right? The longer you're there and blending into the crossroads, the less, you know, less rushed you are, the more you can the more you can be sure to, to blend in smoothly. Mm -hmm. And so all you we... know is this um, this this person you're supposed to meet, whose name I totally remember. Brave Light. Oh, Brave Light. Right. Brave Light. Um, all you know is, is brave light is that brave light and the caravan, um, the, uh, the high slopes, high slopes clan caravan is the one that you want to meet with. So yes, you know, I'm never one to dawdle, but considering the conditions recently and, uh, the lack of traveling in a carriage as I am so accustomed, I believe that killing ourselves to get there is just unnecessary perhaps we keep a steady pace stay off the roads and travel a little bit more leisurely as we continue for this last this last stretch absolutely the least amount of lives taken the better indeed plus, plus i feel like we are well adept at uh, stealth absolutely we seem to be uh, rather fortunate that although we should stand out like sore thumbs we're masked and just like once again admires the the craftsmanship of his mask yeah i'd love to hear a little bit zagrin when you're when you're ready i'd love to hear a little bit about what your mask looks like uh i think his mask is just a it's the the porcelain sheen on it but it's just completely gray which is almost funny because it would match similar to his skin tone underneath but being a mask it just looks like a mask but then you lift it up and it looks very similar um, so it almost looks like he is, uh, posing as a drow, like he's wearing a drow mask, but it's so obviously a mask <laughs> that he is hiding in plain sight. His mask looks just like his face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, great. Uh, great. So it is now, it is now getting close to getting close to dust. Do y'all want to get on the road? Yes. Let's. 
All right, and you're saying, to be clear, you're saying off-road, right? Yeah, yeah, trying to uh, stay away from where, where Bernie warned us to stay away from. Yeah. Keeping the swamp to our right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so you head out, you, you head back out once again, right? And you be you begin traveling, um, you begin traveling. You don't see, you don't see a lot of traffic out here, like well into the, um, well into the deep. You do see some, some deer, some deer that seem to be kind of minding their own business and other, other animals, animals that are pretty foreign to you where you live, right? Like you've got deer, you've got boar, you've got normal, normal plains animals. There's like a whole colony of prairie dogs at one point. Uh, but these things are, these things are foreign, right? Like you're used to, you used to the land being covered with any animals that exist are, are hard and tough and are real serious survivors because the land around, around your Mm -hmm. home is, you know, infested by demons, right? And all sorts of, all sorts of really scary predators, you know, you got- The creatures here are soft. Zagran points to one of the prairie dogs and says, indeed, they move much more gracefully than I imagined. I actually have one of those taxidermied in my study and had always kind of wondered how they operated and seeing one in person, it's almost uncanny. I'm not sure I, I'm not sure it sits well with me. <laughs> yes, okay. they seem to be less ferocious as the, as the one you have. Indeed. Not snarling at all. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> I okay. Picture it like. <laughs> yeah, very much like maybe even fake teeth on the taxidermied one, but Zach yeah. never noticed. Yeah, just some fangs. <laughs> yeah, like pudgier than I thought. Uh, yeah, great. It's a it's a saber tooth parry dog is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the only way to sell it in in the dynasty. You had to make it pointy. It. It's not going to be cute. Otherwise, you're not going to believe it's real, right? Right. It doesn't have fangs. What sort of creature doesn't have fangs? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so you're you're back out. You're back out on the road. You know, as as it's getting to as the sun actually comes down, you are just crossing another one of the fair, fairly like major roads. You can tell this is. This is a significant road. As you get closer, you do see, you do see a number of carts heading down, heading down the road. So this is an opportunity for you to pass by or wait at a site for them to, them to go or make camp or whatever they're going to do. Perhaps feel, laying, perhaps laying low would be in our best interest, all things considered. Do you feel like trailing them for a bit? We'll keep our distance, but. Keeping an eye on them sounds like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, they um, they you see the caravan it or the wagons they pull off the road not like out of your way but not far from not far from where you're going and you see um, you see they begin it looks like you can see them begin the work of setting up camp as darkness falls. And well, they're in our way. Like essentially, we'd have to pass by them to continue the. You can pass going. by them, but you could likely pass by, especially with the dark, without them being noticed. If you just wait an hour or two for full darkness to fall. 
sounds more comfortable to me to wait for the sun to finish setting before we try to make our way past. Always more comfortable in the dark. Yes, and as always, I'll let you do the talking. Yes, hopefully it won't come to that, but I can be polite. Yeah, great. Um, as you as you wait there, you probably have to wait for an hour for the sun to go down. Uh, as you wait, you see them, you know, it's now, the sun's now below the horizon or just about below the horizon. You can just see a little, little tip of it. The area is, the area is well shaded. Um, and looking down at the campsite, or from where you are, let's get a perception roll from one of you two. Twenty-four. As you're, as you're, um, as you're looking, you start to see what looks like, what looks like something, some other figures down there that you didn't that you didn't notice before. And you begin to hear some screaming. Oh no. You begin to hear some screaming from down at the campsite. At the one that we're uh, closest to? Yeah, the one or you're further. watching. Absolutely. Oh. Did you hear that, Zagrin? I did. I did. Quite unsettling. It is your call. I believe uh, we're trying to remain unnoticed is still our top priority. I... Best not to, to get involved in, in that if we don't have to. We are also trying to appear less monstrous. And maybe forming relations with individuals may be a good idea. I understand. Maybe if we, we can offer help. Maybe we can get closer without letting our presence be known and assess the situation. Yeah, if we so need to burst into action, I will, of course, follow your lead. Yeah, so Soleus, and at this point, Zagrin, you hear it too now that you're listening, there is active screaming. Like, it sounds like something terrible is happening down there. Okay. All right, let's uh, try to get a little bit closer and see if we can see what's going on or ascertain what's mm -hmm. going on. Yeah, so as, as you move a little bit closer, Right, you can see figures. Uh, you can see that the campsite, the wagons are now are now circled, and you know you've got you've got people up on them. They've got torches, and they're figures coming out of the dark, like charging at, charging at these folks. You see someone get pulled down off one of the carts into into uh, like a, by a couple of these these figures, and they just begin ripping this guy apart or this this person that got pulled down. If you don't. If you don't act now, or potentially even if you do, like these folks are going to get slaughtered. And we don't. Can we see what it is that are like? Not uh, humanoid figures. Folks? They've got claws, and they're not carrying weapons. They look like they're not wearing clothes or any clothing that they have is deeply ragged. All right. Yeah. Let's let's help them out there. Uh... Right. Um, charging down. I'm gonna cast dancing lights first, okay. and send them on over the uh, where the ruckus is. Okay, what's the what's the range on that there? It is sixty feet, and the light is in a ten foot radius. 
Uh, yeah, does it? It says 120 feet. Oh, Range maybe that's area. maybe that's because you're a full drow and I'm half drow. Uh, okay, so when you get to when you get to within 120 feet, you can begin lighting some of those some of those figures, some of those um, things yeah. that are doing the attack. So it looks like there's uh, it looks like there's about there's about six of these things. Now that you're now that you're seeing it clearly, it looks like there's about six of these things attacking attacking the caravan. And you know you've watched as you've been watching, you've seen you've seen about two folks go down. Right, uh, you've seen about two folks go down, and there's probably another another six left within the caravan. Okay. Can we tell the six folks to get behind us? Or uh, get so no, you're here? coming. You're coming from the outside, right? Uh, you're coming from the outside. They're on the inside. So they've mm. got, you know, they've got like the circled wagon, and they are they're doing their best to to hold things together. Okay. So and how far feet, away are we? So you at was it at 120 feet that you do it, or wait till you're closer? Yeah, yeah, no, at, at 120 feet. Yeah. Okay. So at 120 feet, you can see the the lighting. Just one sec. At 120 feet, you can see the see the lighting as y'all as y'all charge down, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, it's how many folks can you light up with your with your dancing lights? Uh, it just says I send out some glowing orbs that. Uh... They have a home. ten foot radius of light. Mm -hmm. Dim light. Okay. Oh I see. This isn't the fairy fire. Sorry, I, I got mm -hmm. right. I I read fairy fire at first, but dancing right. lights, uh, mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so you see him you see him lit up. It looks like now that you're getting closer, it looks like some sort of horrible undead creature with claws. You see these things? They've got claws and they've got a figure. So now they've they've dragged they've dragged a couple of their, their prizes back from this caravan. And you see them just circled around this thing like Going in, clawing at and and eating chunks of flesh off the uh, off the people that they pulled down. Uh, blood kind of spraying out, blood kind of spraying out everywhere. As you as you're kind of charging in, I assume you're charging in on your horses. It's charging yes. and galloping. Mm. <laughs> Let's actually change our music to go to something a little bit more sinister. Um, uh, we're gonna go to something a little bit more sinister. Uh, the one who's being attacked currently is already like, are they a goner, or is there a uh, chance they could be saved? Maybe there's a lot. Like there's there's some two bodies that the screaming has now stopped, and there are chunks coming off them. Um, so let's roll ourselves some initiative. Okay. Goner. All right. <laughs> Seventeen. <laughs> Oh, baby. And roll to 18 plus 5. That's 23 for you? Yep. It's good to have this dice back. <laughs> you got the good one back. Great. All right. So, you charge in... Uh, you're charging in, Soleus. Uh, you're up first, right? So you're within. Now that you you've charged in, you're about I don't know, 30 feet away, 35 feet away from the uh, the thing. You can use the horse's movement to to get you out there. Um, but yeah, there's a crowd of there's a crowd of what look like. Let's see. Roll me a Arcana check. 
we can enroll with the computer. Which is never a good idea. Five. Five. Okay. Yeah, so it's some sort of some sort of horrible undead creature. Uh, Zagrin, on your turn, feel free to do the same. Uh, but what do you want to do? Okay, well, I don't like this in any way. Uh, I'm going to hold hold off. Like, stop my horse. Right, stop it from charging in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to keep about maybe 100 feet from these guys. And kind of like, you know, so hundred feet's gonna be a while before you you're able to get into combat. Okay, okay. Well, uh, I just don't want them to be able to run up on me. Uh, I'm gonna get in between the caravan and these things. So halfway would be about how how close to them. So again, right? Like they are they are ten feet from the circled wagons at this point. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the ghouls are, right? right. And so you're, the only way you're going to be able to get between them is to, like, go through the center of the ghouls. Right, yeah. These no, creatures, I'm gonna... whatever they may be. Fine, you know, yeah. Okay, I thought they were farther away and they dragged someone away. And Okay, no, They no. dragged them a little bit back, right? But just a little bit back. Okay, I'm going to uh, ride. And I'm going to leap off my horse. And whirl my, um, at the very first, whatever it is, uh, I'm going to jump off my horse, whirl my quarterstaff around, and uh, try and crack it. Just kind of like right, jump so in you're, the middle. You're coming in. All right, got it. Go ahead. Yeah. So the first one. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, that's a hit. And I'm using a, a two-handed. Thirteen points of bludgeoning damage. All right, you give it. Uh, you give it a solid whack, right? You crack on it, and it it turns as it, as you hit it. You can see like bones breaking, and mm-hmm. uh, and one of the arms kind of goes limp. And it turns, like, uh, it turns wounded arm and everything, and it faces you. You can see this huge tongue, like, lolling out of its mouth. And uh, and it just looks at you with this intense hunger. And uh, it looks ready, to, looks ready to take a bite. What do you want to do next? I'm going to unarmed strike, hit it again. Nice. Okay, do it. Twenty-one. Okay, yeah, that's a hit. Okay. Just gonna give it to you. These guys are AC twelve, so they're unarmored. Uh, so feel free to announce your hits there. Or misses. That's that's another twelve. Twelve damage. Yes, sir. Do you want to describe how you take this thing down as it turns towards you, looking at you hungrily? Uh, just the other end of the pole that I hit him with just goes nice. right in, in the back. So the first one was crack on the top and it turns and looks so then bath. Nice. Yeah, you see that you see the uh, the skull cave in as the thing falls limply to the ground. 
All right. Uh, and the other one close to me is a, roughly how far away? What's the next closest uh, one? The next one is five feet from you, or ten feet from you. Oh, okay, I start backing up. All right, okay. Past your horse, or just there? No, like, maybe, uh, maybe pushing my horse back. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, okay, great. So, uh, the creatures. All right, so two of the creatures, uh, two of the creatures rush straight up towards you. Uh, actually, three of them are going to rush straight up towards you. And two of them, two of them seem to go back at the, at the folks, um, at the folks on the, uh, on the caravan. Uh, so one of these things, and Zagger and you're up next, one of these things comes at you and tries to claw you. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, dead. So that is a, uh, that is a 23 to hit. Yeah. Okay, give me just one sec. Not dead fools. Okay, great. Great. So, um, that's going to be so you as it slashes at you, uh, it like it like rips a little bit of your clothing, and I need you to make a Constitution saving throw, please. <laughs> and you take five points of slashing damage. Oh yeah. Plus nineteen plus right. three. You can feel like as it as its claws like just scrape scrape against your chest. You can feel this like this corruption from the um, from the the claws like seep into you and and there's something in there but you you know you're able to you're able to resist its effects uh, another right. one another one bites at you uh, with a 16 unfortunately not okay and another one and the other one so the first one slashes at you another comes in tries to bite but you're you're too quick you get out of the way and uh, and another bite this time at 19. 19's my armor class. Yeah, it gets you right right on the hand. It just it just grazes ah. you, and you take five points of piercing damage. Foul. All right, Zagrin, you're up. Zagrin got a four on his Arcana check, so he's equally as bewildered as to what, what these creatures what these might be, be? Yeah. but knows that they're nasty. He, he's figured that much out. Um, he is going to ride his horse until he is um, 120 feet back from uh, one of the one of the ghoul-like creatures, and he's going to cast Eldritch Blast. Nice. That's a hit. Yeah, as you as you reach out, a blast of force goes from your hand and just takes one of these things solidly. Um, yeah, it takes one of these things solidly, and uh, and it stumbles, but it's still up. One of the three that are close to me. Right. That's that's what you're attacking. Is that right? right. Yeah. Yeah. The one Got it. closest to me. Yep. Got it. Anything else? No. With that, Zagrin just says, Silas, be careful. Okay. Um, 
you see the you see the folks around the caravan continue continue what they're doing. Uh, the uh, the guys up on the the guys up on the horses they don't seem to have don't seem to have much in the way of ranged weapons, or at least they don't at this point. Uh, and they begin they begin slashing out at the uh, at the creatures. Uh, you see another you see another two rushing to grab crossbows. Elias, here we go. All right. All right, here's what's going to happen. I am going to... Okay, I'm going to whirl around the quarterstaff again and take a strike on the one right across from me. Okay, yeah, go ahead. 17? Uh, 17 hits, yeah. And then uh, plus five, five, eight bludgeon damage. Okay, yeah, uh, on the one that Zagrin hit, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it. Uh, do you want to give me a, a little narrative because it's going down? Yeah, maybe I'll just. Uh, I mean, you know, somewhere close to the head area. Uh, you know. Yeah. Okay. Right. So Zagrin crack one, cave one of these things heads in. Zagrin like hits it and it stumbles back and as it raises up, you come around with your quarterstaff and just connect solidly. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Connect I noticed the hit. The... I noticed I noticed the things like, oh shit. And then clack, clack, take advantage of that. Yeah, absolutely. It I'm... goes uh, it goes down dead once again. Excellent. I am going to burn a key point and do flurry of blows and nice. attack two more times on this one in front of me now. Do it. Um, so plus seven. Ooh. Fifteen. That's a hit. And a fifteen and a fourteen. Both hit. Okay. you bugs. Seven. Twelve. Mm-hmm. For the first hit. Absolutely. You you hit it badly, staggering it, but it's still up. Hold on. I almost <laughs> rolled my dice into the void. Again. Yeah, no. It was goblins. Um ten? Ten, yeah. Alright, yeah, it goes down. Just to yeah. like bare knuckle bah, bah! <laughs> as you uh, yeah, as you give it as you give it a solid pair of rib cracking rib cracking punches, you can see that like you can feel the flesh like um like the just rotten give. flesh just give under your hands as this thing torso just just caves in and it can no longer can no longer stand. You are now uh, you are now only facing one remaining creature, which is good because it's going to attack you. So it claws at you this time uh, for mm-hmm. twenty. So okay. it, it it claws at you and this time it scores it scores a very good hit along your thigh. It uh, just rakes down rakes down your leg. You take eight points of slashing damage. And again, I need yeah. you to make a uh, Constitution Con, save. Yeah. No corruption. Oh yeah, no, I got that. Rolled a okay. fifteen plus three. Eighteen. 
Okay. Um, another five. Yeah. Yep. They're uh, they're good. Or sorry. Um, yeah, they can okay. hit. Okay. So the the ones attacking the caravan, you see them. You see them pull one of them down, like one of the. So one of the folks that's up on the on the side of the wagon gets dragged down and just his throat torn open. And the other gets uh, the other gets hit and stumbles back and avoids being pulled down into the into the ghouls once again. You see from you see from behind uh, from behind the wagons, you see three new creatures crawl up uh, crawl up onto the onto the wagons, and it looks like some some of these ghouls, some of these creatures, have appeared inside the ring of the ring of of wagons and uh, they are they are attacking these folks once again all right zagrin you're up zagrin's going to move a little bit closer to the wagon itself uh, but still try to make sure he's back like at least 100 feet but just in that general direction and extends his arm out and he's going to launch an eldritch blast towards one of the ghouls attacking the uh, attacking the wagon there. Okay. Uh, ten. So he fires while he's uh, on the horseback, but with the movement he can't aim true, and just a bolt launches in the general direction, but doesn't connect with any of the ghouls. Yeah, you see the bolt instead slam into one of the slam into one of the wagons uh, as as the ghoul is able to to move out of the way at the last at the last minute. Um, anything else for you? No, uh, except he will yell out, Be careful, Dennis! I don't know who Soleus is, so be careful, Dennis! <laughs> okay, great. Um, great. You see the... Uh, I didn't know who you were talking about for a second. You see the, um, the folks <laughs> on the wagons turn and and begin attacking the, uh, the folks that are attacking them, right? Um... But there's there's still a pitch battle going on down there. Uh, so Soleus, you go again, or Dennis? I'm sorry. Dennis, I am going to uh, just continue smashing the complete F out of the one in front of me, as one does, as one does. That's a natural one uh, for a total of eight. So yeah, that's a miss. And that one hits. That's 15 right. plus 7. Soleus or Dennis, after this, I'm going to get you one of these fancy dice trays with this awesome... Oh, my. this awesome backboard. Right, quality craftsmanship here. I love it. I love it. I'll send it to your priority. Thank you. Nine for the first hit. Nine two hits? Uh, no, nine. Yeah, nine, uh, nine damage. Nine damage. Okay, absolutely. You flurry to blows again. Flurry. To I'm blows. gonna flurry to blows again because I can't have this thing hit me again. So 15 and an 18 to hit. Uh, those both hit. Yeah. I'm gonna crack the living f out of this thing. 10 and a seven, so 17. Yeah, you bring it again, right? Like uh, you uh, you bring the thing down. Um, 
So you're just standing over over yet another. So you've got a pile of four disgusting, smelly, rotten corpses around you. I look over at uh, at uh, Daylin on your hands, on your staff, on your clothing. Uh, can I just rot is everywhere? Can I hoist myself up back onto my horse and sure. look over at uh, Daylin? Go filthy undead. Yeah, yes. I'll take the rest of your movement to get up on the horse, but yeah. Perfect, absolutely. yeah. Filthy undead. Right. There must be a sorcerer nearby. Yes, the denizens of the Empire are more grisly than I imagined. Just kind of chuckles to himself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Uh, we see we see another one of the another one of the uh, caravan folks go down. Um, uh, yeah, another one of the caravan folks go down. This this ghoul, uh, one of the ghouls moves up uh, moves up onto the wagon actually and continues uh, continues attacking and another. Um, Another one of the, like this this wall of defense that these these folks who are holding the caravan have set up is is crumbling in front of you, and um, and yeah the the fight continues. So Zagrin, you're up. Uh, Zagrin will launch another Eldritch blast towards the ghoul, and he'll connect this time for six force damage as the burst of light leaves the horse-backed noble and connects with one of the ghouls. Okay, great. Um, yeah, absolutely. So you take the you take the injured one in the back, uh, stumbling and staggering it, uh, but it's still up. Anything and um, no movement, no bonus action here. Okay. Keeping my distance. Okay, great. Um, great, you see the bandits, or sorry, the uh, the um, the caravan folk or the wagoneers, right? They're they're responding. The one fighting, uh, you know, one of the one of the caravan folks looks a little bit better armed and equipped than the others, and he brings down he brings down the one that he's fighting. And the other bandits or the other sorry caravan folks, the only two that are remaining. So there's only three caravan folks remaining. Uh, they attack, and yeah, they're struggling. Like these guys are. You guys are almost finished. Uh, we are back with Leus. Um, I'm going to take out and cross I'm going to say to uh, Daylon, this may be too much for the two of us. However, we do need supplies. And I fire at one of the zombies. Do you want to fire at the wounded one? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which one's the wounded yeah. one? Uh, the one that's still on the ground. The one that hasn't clambered up onto the wagons. Perfect. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen. Thirteen, good hit. That one, hits. Six plus five. Ten. Goes down, so your bolt takes it and uh, like right through the neck, and the thing just crumples. I load another dart. All right, but I don't move. 
Okay. Okay, so let's just get a sense of what's going on. So these guys are going to move at the... The creatures continue scrambling. This one, as one of them scrambles forward, it knocks over. It knocks over an oil lamp, and you see a lantern on the main, on one of the on one of the wagons where a lot of the guys are fighting. You see a lantern pour over, and an oil spill come out, and there's a big a big fire starts and begins spreading over one of the over one of the wagons, illuminating the the combatants really well for you, nicely. But you know, beginning to burn, beginning to burn both the wagons and the people. In fact, that ghoul is going to go ahead and take a little bit of fire damage. Um, it's going to take a little bit of fire damage. Okay, great. So the the creatures uh, the creatures once again continue continue attacking. This time, biting at their uh, biting at them. The one of them, the one that got burned, goes forward and grabs grabs the the man that he's fighting with. And you know the man slashes him, and then it as it as it slashes him, it takes the it takes the blade into its belly, grabs the man, and just brings brings its teeth into his neck and tears his throat right out. There's uh, the right out, covered in blood. Uh, the other the other um, bites the man, but it it just gets him it just gets him in the uh, in the arm. So he drops. He was holding. Uh, he was holding two swords. He drops one of his swords as his arm gets bit, and a chunk of his bicep just gets cut right out, or ripped right out. And the last one, last one bites the man that he's fighting and misses. So that's where we're at. Zagrin, you're up. Zagrin's gonna, with the fire racing, raging on, he's gonna get a little bit closer, um, but still keep his distance but maybe about like 60 feet away rather than 120 but closing in a little bit and um he's gonna go ahead and cast uh eldritch blast at that one okay 20 and for nine force damage okay nice yeah it's it's really well lit up uh you see the you see the caravan guards the caravan folk are doing their best to fight these things off, but it is still it is still a desperate-looking battle for them. Uh, top of the round, Soleus. One of these court. One of these. One of these things is caught fire. The you know the people guarding it are almost entirely, almost entirely dead, and uh, you only see two figures left. Two, two of the the uh, caravan folk left, and you see mm-hmm. three of these. These horrible, hungry creatures rushing out. Well, I'm gonna fire into the dude who's. Hmm. All of them look injured. So there's the there's one directly engaged. There's one that just ripped another one's throat out. That's aggro targeted. There's one that is in that is in very intense combat with the the caravan guard that's closest to the north. Um, and okay. there is the one that is engaged with. Uh, person looks like the caravan master. Yeah. This guy right in front of me, I'm gonna shoot an arrow in the back of its head. Okay. Great. Woo, baby. It's 19 plus 7. Yeah, that's a hit. Love this guy. Alright. 6 plus 5. Woo! 6. 
11. 11 damage. Yeah, just enough. Uh, it, uh, as it as it's as it's celebrating, uh, like it begins gobbling down the flesh that's pulled out of this guy's neck, and your your bolt Sorry. just takes it. This one right here, the one that's fighting the solo guy. Okay. At the, the bottom. Well, fine. Let that do new narration. Okay. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, it's back to you, engaged in this intense fight. Uh, your bolt just takes it right through the back of the head. And it goes, it goes limp as the bolt sinks in, <clears throat> sinks into this thing's skull. Yeah. Uh, you so see has... the caravan master look out, look out at you, and just salute you with his sword. Uh, just salute you with his sword. Uh, the remaining creatures, one of them is going to charge out towards you. Uh, so it leaps down from the, it leaps to so the one, it, it swallows the bit of neck that it's, it's still actively chewing, and it turns, and it leaps out at you. Like almost, almost crawling, like almost running on all fours yeah. as it gets up to you. Keep uh, in mind, I, I'm still on my horse. I just can't, can't move my horse. Okay, great, no problem. Uh, runs out towards you and tries to tries to bite your leg. Uh, that's a 19 for four piercing damage. Uh, yeah, 19 for on the All right. Um, the. Uh, the other one makes another claw attack at uh, at so the the one the one remaining caravan guard. Uh, you know he's uh, he's sitting there holding his holding his bicep, and this thing just comes through and like tears out tears out his guts with a, a swing with his other his other arm, and the man the man falls just holding holding his guts and you see the creature come down and immediately begin trying to chew on the intestines Zagrin you're up Zagrin is going to fire at the one closest to Soleus slash Dennis the one that just tried to bite him Yep. with another Eldritch Blast 14 hits and it's 9 force damage again so you see this thing so actually Zagrin, go ahead and give me the narration. You're, you take it down. Nice. Zagrin's uh, hearing the attack happening towards Soleus uh, quickly turns his head, his attention away from the raging fire, and uh, just quickly shoots his hand out, and the burst follows, and almost just like the light from the fire and the light from the blast hitting the ghoul almost just meld the color right in between them. It's just this lovely purple. Uh, and a sizzling ghoul is left where where that one was. Nice, nice. Yeah, the the fire in that last wagon blazes uh, blazes even brighter, and you see the you see the man who's had his his guts ripped out and the ghoul both get both get consumed in the flames of the wagon, and uh, and with that, uh, you have saved the. Uh, You've saved the the folk of the caravan. Guys, one good, person, good, folk uh, singular, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, the folk of the caravan. Um, and uh, can we like uh, try and get the caravan out of from on top of the fire? Uh, so again, one of the one of the car- one of the wagons is an absolute blaze, right? Like it is it is done right anything in it is is destroyed the horses already are inside the circle of wagon but you can 
you can go over and help the caravan master who's now desperately trying to pull his wagons, uh, his wagons out of the way. Uh, and that. we will, we will do that right mm -hmm. when, right when we return from this, uh, from this break. So, uh, folks, thanks for thanks for sticking with us. We're gonna go on uh, we're gonna go on break for a few, and then we will we'll be back after this. And we are back. Thanks, folks, for your for your patience. Uh, we are excited to we're excited to be here. Yeah. So, just to recap, what's happened is so far in the first half, we had our heroes cross the cross the river something or other the. Icefus, Icefus River. Icefus River. Yeah, why not Icefus River? Sure. Uh, at a at a ford, they left their guide uh, Bernie behind, and they are now traveling cross country. As they were as they were coming across the big first first road that they ran into, they saw they saw a caravan go off and stop to camp for the night, and then get attacked by some sort of terrible, hungry, undead monsters. And so we're rejoining, we're rejoining the scene here as one of the wagons has caught fire and is now a full con conflagration. Mm. Mm. Um, we've got a we've got a full a full burning wagon, and there is the caravan master, and it looks like nobody else from the caravan, the caravan survived. Uh, so with that, we we rejoin. Uh, one out of six ain't bad. <laughs> yeah, one out of six. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's uh, you know, it is what it is. So <laughs> you are. You see the person that's still alive, injured, but uh, but standing. It is a uh, a tiefling woman. Uh, she looks about medium height or actually relatively tall, at least to you, Silas. That's all you, Zagrin. Uh, close to like probably six eight. He's tall with the drow meets orc. He's yeah. very tall, very lanky, but he's tall. Okay, well, not tall to you, but Slaeus, she's fairly tall to you. Um, you know, she's she's standing up there, and you see her begin. You see her begin moving one of the one of the carts to to get it further away from uh, from the other one. Um, yes, he is. He is certainly a, a tall a tall guy. Um, and she she calls out to hail strangers a little help yeah of course yeah and... Solius will get off start walking over but he's also going to slam a health potion okay uh, <laughs> if you're going to get there in a timely fashion running is probably more appropriate not to not to tell you what to do yeah Zachary and I'll approach on his horse to close the gap Okay. Assessed. He needs to get off his horse once he's closer. Yeah. The so there's there's three wagons total, right? One of them is is absolutely ablaze. The other is still abutting it and is starting to catch fire, but hasn't fully caught on yet. And the one that the one that you see that the tiefling woman at is just beginning just beginning to move and is not yet burning. Zagrin will approach the one that's uh, touching the conflagrated. Uh, wagon and um, is it attached to any beast of yep. burden? Any animals? Uh, yes. Yeah. It still has a. It still has a horse on it. 
Okay, Zagnol try to grab the reins of that horse, still on his horse, and try to guide that horse away from, to pull the wagon away from the flaming one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're able, you're able to do so. Uh, you're able to do so, and you get, you get some distance. And between your efforts and and the other person's, um, you have, you have established the camp, and now you've got this this big burning wagon. As you as you get in, it looks like there's a there's like a decent little campsite on the side of the road. It looks like this spot gets used a lot for camping, um, and and you see this this person like looking over and you know seeing all the all the dead folks just kind of stunned by the horror for a minute um she she walks over to you and she goes um friend uh and like as she starts kind of really like really eager to see you but then as she like gets a closer look at you she kind of like she goes that well friend thank you thank you for for helping me um Zaleus, what are you what are you doing as Zagrin's doing this? Um, I like to think that he slams his health potion and he walks over and wipes his thing. And uh, yeah, just uh, as Zagrin's talking, he just kind of sidles up behind him, you know, and not says says nothing. Nice. Probably throws the empty bottle behind him. Nice. Okay. Uh, Zagrin, she's looking at you. Um, she's looking at you somewhat, somewhat like, um, in a somewhat guarded fashion. I'm sorry for your loss. Certainly, we'd only been but a few moments sooner. But then again, if we were but a few moments later, uh, I apologize. The the name's Dalen, and Zagrin extends his arm to, or his hand to shake her hand. Yeah, so she reaches out, she shakes her hand. It goes, Dalen, that's, uh, well, I'm, I'm grateful. I, um, do you, I hate to impose, but with everything that's happened, um, I would, I would be grateful if you and your companion could help me, help me bury some of my fellows. I understand. Uh, not the first burial of a caravan I will have participated in in but a few days. Uh, uh, and my associate's name is Dennis, and just kind of gestures towards Silas. He bows. She she looks towards you. She goes, "Okay, well, I'll, I'll get some shovels." And she and turns and oh. your name. Oh. I'm so sorry. Uh, Bridget. Bridget Bradley. I wish we were meeting under better circumstance, Miss Bradley. But yeah, uh, let's get to work. Yeah, getting to see her, she's wearing some, some studded leather armor, some good, good quality travel clothes. You see some, you see some jewels or some rings on her fingers. Uh, she looks relatively, relatively well to do. Uh, now she's been, she's been cut and she's carrying a, a scimitar at her side. That looks like it's just recently gotten a lot of use. In fact, you you saw some of that. Um, she has uh, you know she has a number of she has a number of piercings along the right side of her face. So on her eyebrows, uh, actually through her cheek, 
and uh, and along her along her ears, and some actually down down her neck. Um, and she's got she's got some horns that like go up and curl over in a really like almost like a ram's horn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Silas isn't going to say much, but he's going to be the silent go over. She points at something. He does the thing. He digs the hole. Yeah. Pulls bodies into it. And uh, if they're if they if she says any words, Silas is going to like light some incense, and you know, silently mutter to himself and ask the light mother to guide them on okay. under his breath. Well, so with that, she comes back, she's got some shovels, she's got a pick, and she starts digging, starts digging a mass grave. And she goes, I don't know, yep. I don't know where this, where these things came from. We just stopped and all of a sudden they were everywhere. Well, uh, certainly these wilderness, from what I understand, are no stranger to their fiends and foes. Where where were you headed? I was How long have you uh, been traveling. Oh, I'm uh well we were we were heading out to heading out to Zadash. We've been on the road about about three weeks. I've got supplies, although fewer now. I don't know what I'm gonna do about this other wagon. But yeah. I uh you know, I had I had my caravan going and we stopped and everything seemed fine then these things burst right out the ground have you faced many uh monstrous beings in your travels the past three weeks I can't say that many there've been some there've been some bandits and you know i thought maybe i saw something something big up in the air weeks back but nothing Nothing too serious. I have guards. I had guards. She looks. She looks at some of the bodies as y'all are dragging them now into this, into this pit. And for the record, Zagrin is not very strong, so he's like accompanying whatever Soleus is doing. He's just doing it, or like pretending to do it next to him. Like he's trying, but it's not really mm-hmm. effective. That he's he's just there for moral support more than anything else. Um, yeah, uh, so Silas would also be like looking at their stuff and what they have left. Yeah, she she looks. She goes, "Well, you're welcome to you're welcome to share my fire. I'll I'll cook something, and uh, if you'd like, you can can stay here. If you need anything, I've got I've got stuff available for cheap. Uh, it's mostly." Mostly spices, some hard goods. Need rope? I got tons of rope. I would much appreciate that. Although I, I'm not sure we can stay long. We do have some travel ahead of ourselves. Uh, I believe if maybe just a cup of tea and a short rest for us, and we'll be on our way. You're you're traveling at night. No rest for the weary. Huh. So that's um starts starts preparing you some tea, like now that you've got the folks buried. And just like please, you know, set up and um 
starts she starts making some making some tea and as you're uh, as you're as you're doing this do you she she goes well now i don't mean to pry and i don't want to be i don't want to sound ungrateful but y'all don't seem like you're from around here no uh it's been quite some time we've were people between countries, refugees, I suppose you could say. We were a traveling theater troupe uh, who tr performed for many small villages for a coin here and there, and were on our way towards the garrison when we learned that it had recently fallen. Uh, unsure of where our next meal was going to come from, we sent some missives out, and, well, we're already behind, but we are got a boat to catch, and... Hopefully things turn around. It's it's hard to uh, entertain for a living, and any any coin we can get, we're grateful for, and we hope the future bodes well. In a time of turmoil, people need to be entertained. Indeed, indeed. Do you mind rolling me a deception check? Absolutely. Oh, that's not real. I thought that was no. Uh, Thirteen on the deception <laughs> check. She looks. She goes. All right then. Well, you know, safe travels. Um, safe travels. If uh, at least here, take some extra tea. And she just got like a little jar with a bunch of, which with a bunch of tea, um, for your so, for your travels. I'm sorry. So Celeus grabs it like it's his, and puts it. Celeus just grabs it like it's his and puts it in the thing. And then he reaches out his hand, and he holds it out to her. And he's got something in it. Yeah, so she looks at it. and uh, She looks at your hand yeah, very he, significantly as you do that. Yeah, it's full of tattoos, uh, you know. Uh, he just holds it out like he's going to put something in her hand. Yeah, so she reaches out. And uh, he just gives her a glowstone. <laughs> she looks and she goes, well, that is wonderful thank you thank you, you never uh, know. De dennis you never know what the uh, uh light might provide right right yeah and yeah we turn mount up i'll head back out into the night well i'm i'm mighty grateful for you too of course and safe travels to yourself as well. May you always head towards good things. He catches himself. You, uh, you too. All right. And you're back out. You're back out into the night, traveling, traveling across country. So, leaving the road and and heading back, heading back on your journey. Um, Leaving the road and, and heading back on your journey, you mm. you keep going across across country. So let's just take a quick look at our terrain here. Uh, so you move across country, and and yeah, after a, a night's traveling, I'm going to just see what all what all gets up, what things what, what things, things go up, up in the night. Oh, excellent. Excellent. So, did we grab like a, a full rest with uh, Bridget? 
you guys took a short rest, I believe. Is that short right? Short rest is good. Yeah. It's good enough. And yeah. um, we will have also grabbed rope and just maybe some handy adventuring supplies, kind of gone through and taken a thing here or there. Not to clean her out, but just extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has a whole cart that she's not sure she can move, so she's offering things at she's offering things basically for free. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you need rope, there was there was uh hemp rope, no no silk rope. There were shovels, there were pitons, hammers, all of that kind of stuff. So a lot of basic adventuring gear uh in the okay. in the other cart. Along with along with y'all could have easily taken could easily taken four days rations on top of that. Perfect. We will. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, great. Um Let's see what we're getting here. All right. Let's get a as we as we go cross country, let's get a perception check, please. And I'm happy one from each of you or one at advantage. Y'all's call. Go ahead and roll with advantage, Silas. Alrighty. Eleven. That's eleven plus seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Okay. Okay. Very very cool. So you see, um, you see out in the out in the darkness as Close. you're as you're moving along. As you're moving along out in the darkness, you're starting to get by like a, a bunch of woods. So you're coming, you're coming up close on a bunch of woods, mm-hmm. um, and you know, again, it's it's really dark, right? Like it is in it is in the deep of night. But Perfect. You can see that that glow from your glowstones. Um, see that that glow from. Uh, glow from your glowstones like reflect back off what looks like a pair of eyes hmm. not not far maybe maybe a hundred feet away uh in our way no like off to the side as if something is watching you well you have dark vision at 120 feet right Slaeus? yeah yeah so you can you actually see the outline of a creature it's it's big so there is there is this big creature it looks a little bit cat-like and it is it is crouched down and it is looking but you see it's you see its tail flicking and as you look at it it's not just Mm -hmm. a tail flicking but a number of tail-like things coming off this thing's back as it sits there okay i mean the moment i see it i i you know pull back damn Uh Yes. Halt. Yes. Over there. In the bushes. Um, Zagrin looks towards where Soleus is indicating. He only has dark vision of 60 feet, so does he see anything? Nope. No, darkness. Yep. I'll have to trust your eyes. And he's keeping his voice low. I'll have to trust your eyes. But he'll like hold his hand like he's getting ready to start a blast if anything happens mm-hmm. but he doesn't actually start casting yet but he's he's itching the 
the thing, Slayus, as you're looking, you see it begin to like slowly creep a little bit forward. Uh, it also, yes, towards you. Mm. And you notice, in addition to not looking like a normal, a normal cat, like in addition to these extra tail-like things, you can see that it, it actually has, it turns a little bit as it's moving, and it actually has six legs. This is disconcerting. Is he uh, farther than uh, 60 feet? Yeah, it's 100 feet away. About 100 feet away. I say we give it a wide berth. Or leave now. Perhaps, uh, perhaps some light to the situation may scare it off. And um, Zagran will cast Dancing Light and fire one of the orbs. I think it can move 60 feet. Wait, uh, no! No, no, I, I say Too that. Too late, yeah, yeah, yeah. It can move 120 feet. So yeah, Zagran will send uh, four orbs of Dancing Light towards the towards the direction that Slayus indicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the lights the lights go like swirling over and you can see it you can see it Slayus like it it darts a little bit and <clears throat> it it goes down and it it <clears throat> looks like it's on a bit of a hill and it was kind of moving towards y'all and then it started kind of going at a bit of an angle almost in the direction of travel you're going but not quite and it darts a little bit and Zagrin you see this now that your lights illuminated it goes it goes beyond like just past the little like rise in the hill so you now you kind of lose sight of it as it goes right under this under this hill and there's a a bunch of the area that you're going through is a lot of like really long tall grasses Mm. and we've lost sight of it at this point you've lost sight of it briefly it's like gone below gone past the uh, rise in the hill but you did you did see it and it does Mm -hmm. look like did look like some sort of six-legged creature with like weird tentacles coming off it. Mm. Perhaps this is our opportunity to move while it's retreating and repositioning. As uh, fast as eyes, possible. Uh, keep our eyes peeled, but let's move forward quickly. Yeah. Y'all are gonna run. Run. Yeah, we're gonna run for absolutely, it. absolutely. So you know you we're we're going at at a gallop on the horses. Yeah, we're we're cruising. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me get an animal handling check from each of you because what you're doing here now is riding fast at night in the dark. So you do have dark vision, so it's not at disadvantage or anything. But we're gonna. What dirty are we thirteen. Thirteen and what? A dirty twenty. Okay. So you you keep hold of your horses and you go right and the thing. You don't see the thing again as you're looking, you know, back where your lights are falling around, like you're kind of having mm-hmm. them search a little bit. You think you catch a glimpse of it or two in the grass, but you're not. You can't be sure. And uh, and you ride away. Not this night. I apologize for acting without your word. I can be a little hasty at times, I suppose. Been quite some lifetime since I've seen creatures like this. And well... I just want to make sure we're having our eyes peeled. It is all right. Do y'all want to Although... do? Do y'all want to give me a nature check to see if you know what that thing was? Yeah. Yes. I got a zero for nature. If you want to uh, hit it up. All right, I got a fourteen. Yeah. Um, you've seen these things before. They're actually they're actually popular among 
among powerful wizards even in the in the dynasty. This is a displacer beast. Zagrin will say, now I didn't get a keen look at it. However, I do believe I might know what that was. Uh, Displacer Beast. One of, our, one of our nobles was experimenting with trying to get one of his, one of his uh, interns to develop some sort of teleportation device using its cloak. I don't believe it ever panned out, but from what I know, nasty creatures. I've seen the effect that it produced on an article of clothing once. Perhaps we, uh... Perhaps our luck is turning around as we seem to have avoided it this time. We must ever be weary. Indeed. Can I make a perception of what's in front of us as we're galloping in full tilt? Sure, yeah. You, uh, you're, you're looking as you go, but you're, you're continuing to... Sorry, go ahead. 23. Okay. Uh, you don't see anything. You don't see anything particularly notable. Um, cool. You continue riding through the night, and you continue riding through the night, and you are you are now at the point where dawn's breaking again, and you're ready to make camp. So you're uh, as you finish this day's travel, you're by a small patch of woods. There's not much, so there's a little a little patch of trees that you could use to set up. In the camp, there's kind of a low area with a creek flowing through mm-hmm. that's that's got some shade from the trees, or potentially you could make camp out on the plain somewhere up to you. This spot mm-hmm. looks looks like a pretty decent spot to hold up. What about here? It should serve its purpose. Yeah, we'll, set, right. up, we'll set up camp. Okay. Do you're, you're able to do so you're able to do so without issue. And you're able to do so do so without issue, and you are you set up for another another rest. Let's okay. One second. All right. Uh, so today, uh, today is like as as the day breaks and you're setting up your camp in mm-hmm. the in the shade of the trees. Um, already this is the first like in general since you've been here it's been it's been cold and kind of unpleasant right and the, mm. the temperature definitely seems a lot colder than back home right there is there is definitely like a whole different wildlife and the land here seems more generally friendly to to life or less hostile than what you're used to um but the weather sucks. Like it is, it has mostly been cold. Uh, but today, as as day breaks, the sun is out in force, and it is it is actually pretty warm. Like it's a nice, warm spring day. Hmm. I let as little light in as possible, as much as I can stand, and then I put my hood back on. Yeah, I yeah. see you, light. My Zagrin will. Zagrin isn't quite as sensitive towards the light, but just enjoying the warmth even though he doesn't like the light he will take off his uh cloak the oil slick one still leaving on the rest of his disguise and his clothing but and kind of peel back the layers on his arms and feel the tingle of the light and it itches it's uncomfortable it doesn't hurt but just tries to feel some warmth because he's been chilly yeah yeah it's uh it's nice and 
y'all spend the day y'all spend the day resting. You've now got you've now got what was it? You had you had nineteen days, was that right? Seventeen, I think. It's seventeen days. So you've now done two more days travel. So mm-hmm. it's you know it's unclear how long it's gonna take, but it's probably not more than it's probably not more than you know nine ten days tops even traveling cross-country we are making good time lord zagrid yes and we seem to be blessed by the luxon this morning with the change in weather perhaps uh we can make it the rest of the way without incident if we're truly lucky Mm. she watches over us indeed you do notice now that you're looking out, like along the along the road, there are some structures, some buildings, some signs of habitation, right? Like there are, there, if you were to if you were to chance it along the road, you might even be able to stay at an inn and not on the not sleep on the ground. Damn it! Why you gotta tempt me? Uh, <laughs> Zagrin will look towards uh, Soleus and say, well, Dennis, do you believe our disguises would hold up to a little scrutiny and perhaps we could rest in comfort tonight? And he's almost like a kid asking his parents for permission to go to a sleepover. Like, although he Mm -hmm. is of a high station, he defers heavily to Soleus for survival right now. So it's it's very much um, asking permission, not making a request. Uh, that all depends. How good is your silver tongue? Oh, it's gotten me out of worse than a couple of bumpkin in some backwater empire town. Then I shall follow you. Indeed. And um, he gives a tug at his cloak and definitely makes sure that he is covered and then says, Ah, actually, I believe maybe I have some inspiration that can help guide us and keep us safe and um he reaches uh down and uncoils his flail liamnor from his side and holds it up in front of him and it kind of coils up and looks like a question mark almost he says some words under his breath and gets some visions of a past life as he casts borrowed knowledge um, mm. and he's going to give himself uh, proficiency with the disguise kit that he has. Um, so he has visions of um, putting on war paint and camouflage, uh, and he doesn't even, he's not Zagrin at these points. These are past lives, and one, he's a human. One point, he's an orc uh, getting ready for uh, performing in a circus and is putting on makeup, but just different times he's used the disguise kit throughout his past lives. Um, and so I'll make that with proficiency with the disguise kit. Um, how can I see how good the disguise is? Soleus yeah, watches so on because he's never seen this before. You're going to roll a 20. You're going to roll a d20. You're going to add your proficiency bonus. And we're going to pick an attribute for disguise. So we could do dexterity or intelligence. I'll do, or wisdom. You could do I'll dexterity, do wisdom. intelligence, or wisdom. Okay. Yeah, I think it's because it's like past lives, past experience. Um, so that'll be a 24 Ooh, in that okay. 20. <laughs> yeah, no, you do some, you do some pretty good, pretty good disguises, uh, with, you know, with gloves and with some, with some face paint, you can make Soleus look like, you know, 
a normal elf who spent a lot of time in the sun, you know, uh, whatever, a standard elf. What do you call them? High elf, right? A mm. high elf who spent all elves. They're all normal, but you get what I'm saying. Like <laughs> yeah. the more empire. I'm sounding, I'm just getting ready to sound super racist right away. Uh, I'm not okay. touching Good. this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I have lots of drow friends, guys. It's not. <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> so we, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that on the internet either. But carrying on, um, so you you've got a good disguise, and looking down, actually, there there looks like there might be an inn that you could get to, you get to today if you wanted, like with only a couple hours travel. Absolutely. So puts the last minute touches on his uh, both of their disguises and says, "Well, managed to even cover up those." artistic inks you have in your skin and <laughs> just like is appreciating his work um takes a point of pride in it almost and says well with that i think we should be able to rest in a little bit more comfort tonight anyway let's proceed on absolutely uh so i assume i'm not wearing the mask anymore you can put it away because i feel like up to you you tell me well yeah, i mean I think- I think yeah. I would take the mask off. That way, if we do get made, we still have that as a fallback disguise. That's it. Okay. So you so you ride down, and you know it's about it's about noon as you get to this as you get to this inn. So there's a, a walled compound. There's a stable. Uh, you're able to make your way in. There's some places to hitch your horses right by the entrance. And you've got this big big building set up there yeah riding in on our horses and trying to just not draw attention to ourselves obviously but keep an eye out for who or what is about just going about their day not staring but looking mm-hmm. yeah and Solace is trying not to squint so bad <laughs> but it's very uncomfortable for him to be like pretending to be cool with the sun right now yeah so you're you know you're trying not to squint so you know you're doing that thing like uh like when you're taking photos and there's sun and you don't have <laughs> you know you don't yeah. have sunglasses mm, yeah this is all everything's fine about this um and um you know but there's no one out there's no one out and about right now uh well actually i take that back as you as you pull up there is a, a boy comes out of the stables and he goes, hello, can I, can I take your horses? Yes, please. And how much will, how much is the fee? Uh, they'll, they'll tell you that inside, but it, huh. it is customary to tip. And he holds out his hand. Of course. And, um, drop a, I'll drop a gold piece in his hand. Whoa. All right. So he goes, ah, I'll, I'll take great care of him. Uh, your, of course you will. And he looks at your, your relatively fine clothing and goes, um, Yes, yes, of course. Anything you need. And he brings the horses, and you can go inside. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. head in. So as you walk in, you see a sign. This is the Cursed Arrow. Um, this is the Cursed Arrow. Um, mm-hmm. You walk in. There's a there's a common room. There's you know there's three or four folks in it, and uh, behind the bar, you see a an elven man who looks looks a fair bit older he he's wearing uh he's wearing like very good quality clothing 
And he's got, somewhat surprisingly, you see he's wearing a, a sword at his hip. Hail! And, uh, and, and he goes, Hail, strangers! Uh, what can I what can I do for you? We've just welcome, uh, welcome to the cursed era. Thank you, friend. We've just stabled two horses with uh, your stable boy here, and we're looking for a room for the for the, at least a day. Ah, great! It'll be six silver. Of course, and um, give him the six silver. Absolutely. So he goes well. There's food uh, food in the pot, and if you need anything in particular, let me know. Much appreciated. Where, where are you coming in from? Zagrin will just give him a little bit of a side eye and say, We're weary travelers. We seek only the comfort that you have to offer. And I appreciate the attempt at uh, hospitality, but I apologize. It's just, it's been a rough couple weeks, and I'd rather leave it at that. Very well. Very well. And, um,. Zagrin will. Uh, you want to give make me a it... persuasion or, or deception? Sure, I'll, I'll make a persuasion. I think they have had a rough couple weeks. Yes. I think you can uh, <laughs> draw on the kernel of truth there. Yeah. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Okay, oh wait, great. that was performance. My my mistake. It was a ten. Okay, great. Uh, great. So they. Um... So yeah, they. Um... The guy's like, okay. Well, good, and um, you're able to be able to go up to your rooms. He gives you a key, and y'all can settle in. Mm. Wine or anything? Tea? Tea, please. Two. Okay, I'll bring some up. I'll have the boy bring some up. Thank you. And um, yeah, Zachary makes his way towards towards the room. Well, you've done it, Lord. You've got your bed for the day. Yes, I know this wasn't quite on the itinerary, but another day on the bedroll, and I'm not sure I'd make it all the way. I understand. It's good to offer ourselves some luxuries from time to time. Indeed. Um, and Zagrin keeps on all of his uh, disguise, but kind of just flops on the bed when they get there. And it's, you know, certainly not as uh, high of a thread count as he's used to, but just being off the ground is a huge relief to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's like, it's not a bad bed. Like it's serviceable. It's it's a straw mattress, but not, not terrible. So you're able to spend the night in a warm, comfortable, dry room, not sleeping on the ground or anything. And both of y'all rest through the night. Nice. When the um, yeah, stable, uh, uh, sleeps in a chair. When the um, boy comes back with uh, RT, uh, I ask him. So when we depart, how how do we retrieve our horses? We've really got to get back on the road, so it may be at an unusual hour that we decide to leave. Uh, how would we do that? Well, let. Let me know, let me know, my lord. I'll I'll make them ready. Do you have a time? I, I'll, I'll I'll do it right now, or I'll make sure they're ready for when you plan to leave. We'll probably leave uh, around around a little after sunset. Is probably the plan. <clears throat> uh, they'll be ready and waiting for you. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for your hospitality. Okay. All right. And, so we're taking a, a long rest. Yeah, long mm-hmm. rest um, with the plan to wake up at 
uh, around sunset and depart. Okay. Great. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. So you sleep. Uh, your your sleep is is not particularly not particularly bothered. Although um, Zagrin, you have some dreams. Like your sleep is your sleep is filled with uh, filled with dreams. You see, um, you see, like like a weird mix of a weird mix of of visions right like there is there is a number of first you're looking at like a field of a field of stars right uh a field of stars and they begin they begin winking winking out and you're left you you watch them wink out until you're left with only one one star remaining. As you're watching, you feel like you feel this tremendous sense of of it's not loss exactly, but it's it's like a like a sadness, and maybe it's maybe it's a bit of loneliness. And then there is a there is a like a a shattering and the light flares up and as it does you awaken and um quickly just uh reaches his hand out coils his fingers and summons leonor and just holds it very tight it's the one comfort he can physically hold on to um as they have lifetimes together and just looks around the room and recognizes that he's safe and um kind of like gets a little smirk on his face and he holds up Liam Nor and the weapon kind of coils and one of the spikes at the very end just kind of tickles the end of Soleus's feet sleeping in the chair and tries to wake him up with just a little scratch 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 um, but the, the weapon's moving independently of you know Zagrin's keeping his arm still and the weapon's just sort of moving by itself yeah, that's spooky. Does Solaris right. awaken? <clears throat> so that, that's for you, Solaris. Does that wake you up? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, I, I was gonna, I was gonna say I did something during the night. Okay. Sure. What did you want? Do, do? do we have two separate rooms? Uh, you're staying in one room. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh. Well then, no. I'm not going to do anything in front of. And I guess you weren't sleeping, but trancing because you're drowned. That's it. Yeah. So well, I, as... I, you know what? You know what? I'm, yeah, I'm going to do it. Um, partially during the night because I only sleep four hours. Uh, he's going to take out this tiny little brazier. It's about the size of like a tennis ball, and uh, he's going to be like muttering something like very softly to himself takes out a quill writes something on a tiny little slender piece of paper and then keeps keeps muttering puts it in the brazier lights it on fire it's like this little, little tiny 
puff of smoke goes up, takes some of the ashes, puts it under his eye, does this thing on his face, and uh, and that's it. And then goes to sleep. Nice. Great. Uh, you awaken now in the evening, and there's actually a lot of sound coming from the common room. <gasps> it sounds like... What is this? <laughs> it sounds like there's... <clears throat> sounds like there's a lot of folk in the tavern, and things are starting to pick up. Perhaps it's best we depart now, friend. And you can just see the the Zagrin's close to giggling like a schoolgirl as he sees Soleus come to, and then you know just says, "Perhaps we should be departing before we get too many more visitors to the cursed arrow here." Yes, my lord. And yeah, he gets up, puts on his boots. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, you uh, you walk out, and as you head down to the common room, it's it's fairly packed. There's probably probably 20 folks down there uh people are drinking talking uh you see the bartender uh that that elf bartender he's at the bar and there's a uh there's a person that looks like they're in they're in very heavy armor so they've got a breastplate and you know a, a helmet with a plume on it and they look they look like a uniformed soldier looking through the room there's at least six other soldiers, not all as finely dressed as that person. It looks like they may be the officer. And the, the officer and the, the barkeep are are talking, uh, are talking quietly, and the, the officer's drinking something as they talk. The barkeep, the barkeep looks at you as you walk downstairs and just goes back to talking to the person. Um, Goes back to talking to the to the um, to the officer. Zagrin will acknowledge the elven bartender and maybe just give like a little half wave. But other than that, turns he his body. He nods at you, and as he nods at you, the person that he's with turns and looks over at you, and then goes back to talking. And with that, Zagrin just very very briskly exits the cursed arrow and tries to make his way towards the horses i have followed closely behind and i'm give a little look at try and count the number of guards there are in here and what they're wearing and shit there's six they are <clears throat> two of them are two of them are wearing leather armor mm -hmm. uh, or some sort of leather armor step of leather armor two of them or four of them sorry three of them are wearing uh chain shirts and have have their gear with them but they all look like they're they're relaxing as if they're they're set up here and you know the one the one is wearing pretty fancy armor including that breastplate and the plumed helmet mm -hmm. the um the room is um the room is like there's there's talking and stuff going on uh there's talking and stuff going on but the the you know the the volume lowers a little bit as you come in and you do see a couple of the guards like glancing at you what was your what was your disguise kit roll Zagra? 24 okay so it yeah okay great um great so they um you know you're able to you're able to head out into the into the night hmm. that was close dalen Yes. As you as you step outside, there is in the courtyard, uh, 
there your two horses are both on the on the hitching posts set up ready to go uh there's also a this also looks like seven seven horses uh, that look again like they've got kind of a uniform a uniform setup to them like so they've got same saddles same sort of setup you know the whatever that horse clothing stuff whatever it's called i know we've got someone who can give us some horse facts uh that will will know what that horse is. Like clothing the, stat horse horse clothing and we've got uh so you've got that and there's a there's another another guard out there and he's just sitting on the he's sitting on the on the porch in an actual rocking chair with a crossbow in his lap and he just looks at you two as you come out and he goes hey friends horseware Fun fact, yeah. Uh, Zagrin just nods, but doesn't even mm. say anything, but just nods towards uh, the the person that acknowledged him. Do you go get on your Do you go get on your horses? Uh, yeah, I'll start making my way casually, very you know, not like I'm in any hurry, but not dawdling either, and make my way towards the horses and hop on. Mm-hmm. She goes. Are you leaving this time of night? No rest for the weary. We have to make ground. I'm just glad we could spare but a couple hours towards our own self-preservation. Fortunately, uh, opportunity waits for no one. Yeah, he stands up. He walks over on the poles and kind of leans against it. He still has his, his crossbow. He's very casual looking and goes, that's so, where, uh, where are you off to? Uh, we're generally, this is out of character, I just want to make sure I understand, we're generally heading west, correct? You were, now you're heading north. So you've hit the main road, and so at this point you're heading north towards the Amber Crossroads. Okay. Towards the crossroads, hope to make it there within uh, a week if possible. Uh, I know it's probably quite some task, and hence why we have to be out. And I wish I had more time to talk, friend, but as you can tell, we're in in quite some hurry. Make me a persuasion check, please. Absolutely, and I'm going to burn an inspiration on this one, because this guy yep. spooked me. <laughs> yeah. I don't like this guy at you all. Out, uh... Uh, 21. Nice. 21. He goes, well, alright. There's, uh, there's all sorts of mischief can happen on the roads at night. You know, bandits, Smugglers. He says that word and puts a lot of emphasis on smugglers and looks at you hard. I'd, uh, I'd be careful if I were you. Understood. We're all too familiar. Uh, we came across some burning, uh, burning wagons not far out of town, and he'll point back to where he, where they came from, and just say, "I assume that your folks here would be interested in." If there's any survivors there, we could hardly be, hardly had the time to check and for our own preservation. But uh, certainly we're not, we're, we're no stranger to the dangers that this road might carry. And I appreciate you said, the uh, You said out east? Yes. Uh, okay. Thanks for that. Thanks for the tip. You as I'll well. Be, Thank you for the words of warning. Be vigilant. And, as well. Uh, and no. These roads, these roads, even in these turbulent times, a 
are well patrolled. Of course, that provides some comfort, friend. And um, when they start to leave, they will leave on the road for at least until yeah. uh, they're in, out of eyesight of that guy. Yeah, so he sits back down, sits back down in his in his chair, and he begins to pull out a pipe and start packing it as you uh, as you are able to get back onto the road. Silas takes his hand off the hand crossbow on his side, mounts the horse, follows Sila- uh, follows uh, Zagrin out. Okay, uh, so you're able to get going. So you can travel now. Where you're going. At this point, travel along the roads is going to be easiest and quickest, right? You could probably make it in another another <clears throat> six days if you travel along the roads. If you go out, if you go out along the, you know, in back into the wilderness, you're probably closer to eight or nine. Um, your disguises have held up, and you're traveling at night. Kind of up to you what you want to do. Let's um let's take the road for a couple days at least while we still have these disguises. I imagine mm-hmm. that the disguises won't hold up indefinitely, but for at least so you're the next gonna day. you're gonna want to touch them up, right? Yeah. And you can you can do that on a daily basis. And because you started out with a natural twenty, I'll give you advantage on your touch ups. Okay. Um, and the disguises work better on humans rather than displacer beasts. <laughs> all too fair. All too fair, Soleus. Uh I'm pretty sure they're not as discriminating on who they eat. Uh, perhaps let's stick to the roads for now. We've been making good time and we can keep that momentum going. Uh, but as we get closer to the crossroads or if we notice any particular danger, we can always go back into the, the sides and travel that way. Okay. Uh, so you Indeed. head out again. As long as we have an option. Yeah, you head out again. And the next day passes. The next day passes largely without issue, and you can you can find another you can find another tavern to stay at if you'd like. Nope. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think Zagrin is is glad to have have had that experience, uh, but I think he's probably a little gun shy and say, um, if we're gonna travel on the roads during uh, the evening, I think perhaps when we camp during the day, we should avoid signs of civilization maybe we only get sloppy in one area not both if you understand yes wise plus a good uh, evening in a bed is worth several in the bush <laughs> too true my friend too true all so right yeah, make camp uh make camp off the road but not not in a town yeah as you as you uh, travel on the road as you travel on the road today, nothing or this evening, nothing significant happens. You see, uh, you don't see many folks out there, right? Or you see basically nobody on the roads at night, uh, and you hear some, you hear some spooky things, but nothing, <laughs> nothing jumps out at you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Spooky. Uh, so Zagrin's yeah. kind of. Um gotten in the habit of um spending recasting the borrowed knowledge uh before he's touching up the disguises each day so when they're getting about an hour before they'll head out zagrin will cast the spell and then spend the hour kind of relaxed and touching up the disguises 
Okay. So you get going. Are we to let's let's to, today's today's travel went without any particular issue. So you're able to you're able to get again towards dawn. There are some places that you could stay. Like there does look like there you could stop at another inn if you'd like, right? And things are kind of lit up. But you could also head out if you head off the road a little bit. You could look for a place to stay. And I'm happy to take a survival roll to get y'all a good spot. Slayers, can you find us a place that could at least resemble the comfort that we experienced at the Cursed Arrow? Do your best, friend. I will do my best. Fourteen. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you find a you find a spot that looks that looks pretty decent. Y'all are able to y'all are able to bed down for the day. So there's a there's like a ravine a ravine not far off the road. And as you get in there, there's there's bushes. It's not comfortable, and there are bugs, and but it looks sure as heck looks like it would be hard for anybody to uh, anybody to spot you. Your palace awaits, Lord. Home, sweet home. Thank you, friend. And uh, perhaps uh, prepare some tea for us as we wind down. Yes. Are y'all going to do a fire? If you set up a fire, it's going to be a lot more noticeable. This is, you're right by, you're right by civilization here. No. We're not going to sleep below. Nah, no fire. Okay. Let's, let's, uh, let's skip it for this time. (laughs) A little too, a little too spicy. Yeah. Okay. Zagrinol's just like sniff some of the tea leaves in the jar and just say, not quite the same, but (laughs) at least some, some reminder that we are in fact, you know, uh, sentient creatures and not one of these beasts. Mm Mm-hmm. We get into the, the jerky. Okay. Uh, next day, next day you're back out and traveling, traveling along the roads. Uh, you pass not not long into your journey, you pass a pretty well lit up, a well lit up looking kind of outpost thing. So there's like a walled outpost. It's timber walls, and it looks like there's a there's a guard post. And you move past. Especially, if you, do you want to move out across on the road, or kind of head out into the into the um, off the road and into the fields a little bit to make sure that you're not spotted by this thing? Because the roads are lit up near this outpost. I would think like. Uh through the wilderness till we're out of sight line of, or we're confident that we're out of sight line of the post and then like veer back onto the road once we're a little ways up. So like following the road, but not on the road. Yeah. And again, it's night. So you can just kind of wander not too far out. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, So a couple hundred feet and you're good. Mm -hmm. As you're, as you're traveling today and can you reroll me your disguise kit check? Yeah. Let's do it. 19. Great. As you're traveling Ooh. today, or this evening, you see out in out in the dark there is there is some lights, and it looks like there is a group of riders with torches coming coming down the road and heading your way. How large of a group? You can see three lights easily. And three how, how far away are they? Mm-hmm. You see them at probably, I don't know. 800 feet. Do you think we have time to scurry off and hide, or will that draw more attention to us? I'll risk... I'll risk being in the shadows of a knot. 
any day. Night. Agreed. And yeah, try to scurry off the road before they see us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Make me a uh, each of you make me a stealth check. I'll roll with the computer. Nine. Twenty-five. Okay. Uh, you see the see as you cross by the figures, right? Because you go out into the dark, like well ahead of them. As you cross by the figures, you do see, you see again, it looks like a group of guards traveling. They've got torches, you know, they're looking around. Uh, the one in the middle has, has a crossbow like out and across his lap and is riding the other two. Uh, the other two aren't like they've got, they've got spears, but they're not like out and active, right? Like they're just kind of strapped to the horse. Um, but they don't seem, they don't seem to see you. We'll uh, lay low and hope that they keep on keeping on. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll hold. Y'all are just going to hold there? Mm-hmm. So they they keep going, and you see them see them head, continue to head in the direction of travel they are traveling. All right, once they're uh, a little ways away, without going back towards the road, um, we'll continue on nearby the road, but not on the road following it and then uh maybe 30 minutes to an hour later get back on the road mm-hmm. okay you're able to pass another day of travel successfully you guys nice. four more days at this pace to the crossroads okay we're growing closer my friend you're very close again i believe we are fortuitous Indeed. All right. Uh, so making camp again. Can I get a survival roll? Yes. Or do you? Are we? Do, we're not. Are we doing no ins? Are we going to do an in at some point? No ins. No ins. No, no, no ins. Till, till the crossroads, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't like that. You didn't like that interaction with the guards. Nope. No. No. Was it seven guards showed up? <laughs> Ooh. What'd we get? Six. Six. Okay. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Um, so you set up, and yeah. once again, you go for like a little a little ravine thing, as you're uh, as you're setting up camp. So you get a good ways a good ways done. Maybe a uh, fire tonight would be wise. Today again, you're sleeping. Today. It's yes. it is the day. Uh, you're starting to think, man, a fire, a fire might be good, be and um, and unfortunately, unfortunately, as that happens, um, once again, you hear that crack of thunder, and almost immediately, a downpour just bam comes in. Uh, your campsite, yeah. you know, you've set up in the in this ravine, right? You got the bed rolls out, and within minutes water begins to slide through this ravine right you're gonna have to like rush around to get your gear just out of just out of the rain and no with with this rain uh it has turned it has turned significantly colder um it has turned significantly colder you find yourselves unable to set up bedrolls right uh sitting mostly in muddy ground in this ravine as water's like 
dribbling down in the, through the ravine you see water now moving quickly along the base um, you guys can you guys can rest the night here but unfortunately you're not going to be able to sleep so you're not going to get the benefits of a rest Zachary just, will sorry. just say fortuitous indeed Silas. fortuitous indeed let's just uh, rest our muscles a bit and hope that maybe we can set out a little bit earlier considering the sun will be blocked by these cursed clouds but uh, I can't wait to at least uh, reach the crossroads and hopefully uh, have a safe place to rest our heads again everything is a gift Lord Zagrin thank you for the reminder friend you are right do you want to get back get back on the road you're gonna so you're gonna end up taking a, a level of exhaustion here as you aren't really able to get the benefits get the benefits of a rest. Yeah. So you, can get, you can get back on the road a little bit early and get yeah. some extra travel in. Yeah, I think that's the best way to cut our losses at this point. That's it. Just wear our oil slicks, pack up yeah. whatever we can. Okay. And you said We're one gonna... level of exhaustion? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um which is what, by the way? Uh, it effectively means I think you're going to get disadvantage on skill checks or ability checks with one level of exhaustion. And okay. I'll do a video on an exhaustion sometime exactly. so I have the rules memory memorized. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but we got so you're going to get one level of exhaustion. So you're traveling and you're just like you're just tired. You're shivering. The rain doesn't stop all damn day and into the night. So as the night comes out. Uh, as as the as the full night uh, as the full night begins, on the plus side here, the rain does eventually stop. Mm -hmm. uh, the rain does eventually stop, um, and you're able to you're able to to travel at night normally. But it's it's a pretty unpleasant unpleasant journey. Yeah, no sun to dry us off. No sun to dry you off. And in fact, as you're as you're getting towards as you're getting towards the end of the night, so it's it's the false dawn is coming up. Mm -hmm. You see you see ahead of you the um, the bridge that Bernie had described to you. <clears throat> this is the bridge that heads on into into kind of the heart of the empire. Uh, so you're now you're now two days shy of the of the crossroads. And Bernie was pretty explicit that there's not really a good way around this bridge right like this was the spot you had to cross you didn't know of any yeah right mm -hmm. all right i know we're tired and uh hasn't been the best day for us but we are getting closer let's just carry on with caution and soon we'll have a place to rest our weary bodies there there's some significant woods off to your left so you could go rest for the day in there, or you could try and cross the bridge today. Why from not rest? Here, from here, you can see some structures at the base of the bridge. It looks like there's a little a little guard post at the bridge itself. Hmm. Yes, I'm not sure if we run into another interrogation by some of these guards that I would have my wits about me. It's... It's been an experience, as you know. Perhaps, uh, perhaps some rest in, in some of the brush here would be better before we have to approach our next obstacle. 
Yes, agreed. Yeah, we'll try to make camp somewhere, not not near the road. You know, somewhere hidden. Yeah, in well, brush. well, off mm-hmm. into the into the woods. So it's woods. Yeah. Like this is this is an actual like decent little bit of forest. Yeah, we could probably have a small fire. Probably get away with a tiny fire. It's yeah. probably reasonable, especially if you go in a ways. Yeah. So if you go in a ways to the woods, like that won't that won't be a problem. Let's do it. do it. Okay, okay. I'm gonna roll. Survival. Yeah, roll me a, roll me your survival check. Let's get a camping spot. Fifteen plus four and nineteen, baby. All right, you're able to find like a good spot. There's nice like pine needles everywhere, so it's it's really dry. You know, you've got some place for for smoke to dissipate. Like this looks like a this looks like a great spot. There's even like some fallen logs that provide pretty good seating. Yeah, eighteen by the way. Yeah. Okay. Yes, let's do this. Yep. So, Zagrin will, Zagrin will sleep at the first Turn opportunity to sleep. Okay. Great. Uh, yeah, Zagrin, you you lay down and you lay down and and start going to sleep. Um, Slaeus, give me a perception roll. Now remember, you're making that at at disadvantage because of the um, because of the exhaustion. Oh right. Uh, I will burn an inspiration. <laughs> so it's a normal roll, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Two! Uh, plus, uh, hold on. <laughs> this is perception? Mm-hmm. Eight. Eight in total. Nice. So, you don't, you don't see anything. You begin kind of starting to rest you know, doing, doing your trance, you're tired, you know, you haven't, you haven't slept. And as you're sitting there, kind of, kind of phased in and out, like you, you open your eyes and not eight feet from you, there is, there is a small little, a small little goblin that has opened one of the packs and is, has its head in in the pack and is chomping on something and this looks like i mean small little like small mm-hmm. as in similar to that one that that zagrin saw back in the underdark like this is a little goblin kid can i feign sleep you are yeah it does has no it, it doesn't it's it's looking at you or it saw you sitting there came in and saw zagrin sleeping and opened one of your packs and began eating something in it how how far away from me is it Eight feet max. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, I'll tell. I'm going it. to. Now we're at uh, now we're at daytime, so forest day. Okay. I am going to activate my eldritch tattoos, and so use a little bonus action. Go, and like the tattoos can go. Get a little thicker, get a little curlier, and these kind of weird shadowy tentacles kind of come out of my hand, and uh. and reach a little bit, and then in one like super sharp move, I'm gonna uh, melee strike them. You're gonna hit it? Yeah, just. This is like a this is like a little goblin kid. Yeah, I want to uh, I want to stunning strike it. So I don't want to do lethal damage to right, it. Right, right. You want to, you want, yeah, it. you want to hit it. Absolutely. Go roll me an attack roll. Okay. 
um, unarmed. Eighteen. Uh, roll me some damage. Well, I don't want it to be lethal. I get it. You just roll the damage. Okay. Twenty-four plus six. Seven. Yeah, you like you clock this kid and it goes right down. Like you just kind of come up, you you hit it and you do that like. Um, it's like whatever, whipping it like, with a towel. Right. And it just like you get it in the side, so it pulls up, like pulls its head up out of the thing at the last minute. Ah, bam! <laughs> kid is knocked, knocked down, mm-hmm. and is sleeping. You... <laughs> All right, I retract the, I retract the tentacle. You this kid. <laughs> I retract the tentacle, and uh, then it's got like like go a back couple crackers loaders. or like a bit of hard hard tack is like falling out of your bag. Um, yeah. And it's like scattered around this this thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I put my arm, arm back and like my hands fold again, and I go back into Lotus. <laughs> okay, so you just watch it. kind of like goes, <laughs> but doesn't actually wake up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, All right. You watch it for a bit. Eventually, the, you see the goblin opens his eyes, and it, it gets up and it looks at you. Uh, and it looks at the heart attack, and it looks Still at you. Like my hand like comes out and rests on my leg. Okay, what do you what do you want to do? Just kind of stare oh, I just down. Want to see, I just want him to see that my my hand comes out again. Yeah, sees. Yeah, it like slowly crouches down to try and grab. Roll me an intimidation, please. Okay. Oh, a 19 plus 1. Yeah, rat. good old t- dirty 20. You hear rat, and it runs off into the into the woods. Yeah. I'm gonna hand Take an inspiration. I shouldn't give inspiration for hitting kids, but <laughs> yes. if my daughter's watching, you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, great. Um, great, yeah. <laughs> So you're able to finish your long rest. Take a deep breath. And listen to the wind in the trees. That's a very cool <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that that was unexpected, but really, uh, you know, it's been handled. Um, ah, nice. So, so yeah, you're able to you're able to spend the rest of the the rest of your long rest with that issue. You lose one day's worth of rations to this thing eating your heart attack. Um, you won't do that again. <laughs> you won't do that again. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're very yeah. educational here. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, great. Um, we just learned a lesson. That's that's all. So, once again, it is it is nightfall and you are ready to you're ready to, to head towards the bridge mm-hmm. is that about right yep yeah okay so you begin you begin heading towards the bridge and there's some lights there's some lights and some torches and you do see you do see some guards as as you're watching because i mean you're doing a little watching beforehand you can see that as as full night comes on the the guard complement goes down to one guard 
waiting there at the bridge, and the rest have gone to a, a camp further down below. Uh, the rest have gone to a, a camp further down below. What would you what would you like to do? So there's torches, right? And this guy is is kind of waiting by the bridge. He's got he's got a spear and a shield. Um, he's got a spear and a shield, and he's standing there, standing there, just kind of watching. Do we trust in your disguise, Lord Zagrin? I believe it's probably the safest route. However, if things get a little aggressive, we must try to dispose of this one before alerting the others. Indeed. Lead um, the way. Yeah, so Zagrin will approach. Should I roll to see how good my disguise is today? Uh, yes, please. Yeah. Six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they've, they've been dealing with some wear and tear, especially the day that they didn't get any rest, so they're, they're breaking down, but there's still something on them, and uh, Zagrin will approach. Yeah. yeah, as you approach, you see again, there's the, there's the bridge, there's a guard at your end, and there's actually a guard at the far end, and the camp is, is at your end of the bridge, right where the rest of them seem to be. Um, as you get, as you get up to the bridge, you, you know, the guard looks up and goes, uh, Hail! Stranger, state your business. Just trying to cross and make our way towards the crossroads. We have family there. It's urgent. I believe she's sick. Uh, come, uh, come into the light. Zagrinol come into the light. He's already in the light. Uh, no, I'm staying on my horse. Yeah, so, but Zagrin rides up on his horse into the light. Yeah, 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 Zagrin's staying mounted. Okay. And Uh, definitely just, like, hunched over, hood up, just, like, looking just beaten down and travel-weary, even though he just rested. Yeah. Um, the guard looks at you, he looks at you, Zagrin, and uh, roll me a persuasion, please. Or deception. Sorry, either. Same modifier, but uh, 22 for deception. Okay. He goes, uh, sorry to hear that. My uh, my sister, she caught the uh, she caught the uh, the rot not long ago. Anything? Sorry, uh, so, sorry, sorry to hear that. that. Sorry to hear that, friend. It's we do what we must. Uh, you, come a little closer. Any motions at you, Slayus? Get a little closer. Uh, that is like, kind of crappier disguise. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see, guys. Now, where are you traveling from? And he's starting to seem a little bit suspicious. We were attacked, I believe, cursed. We're traveling from the tillage. There was a group of bandits not far back. and We actually were traveling with a slightly larger party. and We did not make it. My friend here was wounded badly in the skirmish. I'd rather not talk about it. Yeah, so Slice, you can, you can tell he's very suspicious um 
Yeah, I'm only doing like a little bit to hide my like. I'm like kind of glaring at him. Right. I'd rather not talk about it. Yeah, Zagrin, make another deception check for me. Ten. Mm. He goes. Uh, really? And he steps back and he goes. Why don't? Uh, why don't you get off your horses? And he, you see him lean back, and he goes, um, Simiel! And he nods at you, and they see the other guard on the other side of the bridge turn and look over and start start walking your way. Simmer down, Simiel, as Zagrin just kind of announces and says, we have no time for these foolish games. I told you she's sick, and we've traveled so far. I'm not going to let something like this stop us from getting to her. You said you understood about the rot... You've lost someone too. Can't you have a heart? Official business has no rest, not even for the weary, not even for someone who's experienced the loss that I may experience. All right, roll me, roll me a persuasion. Uh, we're gonna put. So you've you've had one success, one failure. This is kind of our make or break moment. Fifteen. So you got, no, it's right down the middle there. Let's fifteen. Uh, and he goes, "I'll have you off your horses now." And he points a spear at you. We're gonna we're gonna actually roll some initiative. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, could I uh, cast a little something something? You can. Uh, you can on your turn. Um, but we are. Things have now escalated. Uh, things have now escalated. Things have now escalated. I'll roll initiative with the computer. Don't fail me, computer. 11. You failed me. Okay. 20. Lovely. All right, give me one sec. All right. So the guard, the guard on the on the near side of the bridge, uh, the guard on the near side of the bridge, has is asking y'all to get down. The other guard is is beginning to walk across it, um, and he's starting to look, starting to look suspicious. Sorry, what did we get for uh, Slayus? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. All right, your nearby guard who's standing in your way at this point. Um, and he's up there with, sorry, Zagrin and Slayus, I got backwards. So, let's go here, let me reorder you. Um, so he's standing right there, and the other one is down here. Uh, the other one is down here, and... Oh, you mean... Okay, so... So I'm closest to this guard, yeah? No, Zagran is close. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, so Zagran, you're up first. And the end of the bridge is towards the bottom of the screen as you're looking. Zagran is not allowed, not wanting to take any chances. He can see that this is escalating and just takes his arm out from under his cloak, thrusts it out, and he's going to Eldritch Blast the uh, guard. You're effectively in melee combat, so you're going to make that attack with disadvantage if you Eldritch Blast them. 
You're right. Uh, Zagrid pulls his arm out, but he doesn't flick his wrist. Instead, he's holding Lirimnor, um, and I'm going to attack from the horse down with my flail. All right. Just this flail summons in your hand and unfurls. 21 hits. Uh, for seven bludgeoning damage. Uh, you crack it. So you, you come out and bam, give him a, a thud. He stumbles back as he's unable to block it with his shield. Uh, his helmet takes a takes a solid thing, but he's still up. Do you want to do you want to move? Like, do you want to charge across with your horse? Yeah, I was gonna say I, I want to move like through them uh, towards the other end of the bridge. Okay, you may, but they're gonna take opportunity attacks at you as, as you pass. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, not if he's not alive anymore. <laughs> Okay. So, yes, yeah, so you're able to charge across the bridge with your horse. Um, what's your AC? It's uh, 17. Okay, so they both they both lash out at you. Your horse has like 50 feet of movement, so you're able to get well well past them. Um, you're able to get well past them. Um, and they both they both sit there and spear at you, but they're unable to. They're unable to uh, like get a solid hit. Uh, Soleus, what would you like to do? I am going to do the same thing, only shoot this first guy with a crossbow bolt before I get there. Okay. Take at least one of these guys potentially out. Yeah. So. And uh, give me a moment. Yeah. 22 to hit. That's a hit. So as he, he stabs up at, at Zagrin as he passes, and as he does so, his, his arm is exposed and your bolt goes in. What sort of damage do you get? 10. 10. So it goes, it goes right in and it like disappears into his armpit. You see him go, and, and like blood's welling down, the, welling down his side and he just collapses. I just the horse hooves just go right past him as he falls. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna ride through again. You won't take an opportunity attack because they they already took it. Um, they already took it. The guard who's still alive like runs over to the other one like doesn't keep pacing you, and uh, and you hear him begin to you hear him begin to shout, uh, and you hear you hear a bell begin to ring. Ding 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 ding, and the. Uh, yeah, and I assume y'all ride off into the dark? Yeah, book it. Yeah. Book it, book it. Okay. You ride off into the dark, the bell clanging behind you. There is activity at the camp as something goes on. Are y'all gonna are y'all gonna kinda race off into the night? Yeah. Yeah, as fast I think, as possible. Yeah, just keep on putting distance between us. Alright. As you as you race off into the night, we end our session there. Mm, <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, we end our session there. And we will start next week with our whole crew. Uh, folks, thank you so much for, for watching Zagrin and Soleus. You are about at the end of this night, you're going to be about a day away from the, from the crossroads. So you'll nice. have some choices to make 
uh, some choices to make tomorrow. But yeah, we are um, we are done for this evening. Uh, really appreciate uh, folks that were able to say thank you so much for for watching with us. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, thanks so much for for watching with us. 